0: And we want to welcome Randy Reed as our uh, on uh, our, our Zoom operator, and now we actually made him uh, a host.
1: Yeah, so I can that's do it
0: now. Good. Okay. now. Um, okay, I'm really actually pleased we do have time for this next portion. If Steve and Patrick would get ready, uh, this is, as you know, a project dear to my heart, and it's. Actually, we've had we've seen Patrick in the exhibit hall, and he's been in the hotel room with prototypes, cut down little treadmills set up on the backs of chairs and stuff like that. It is a thrill to actually welcome Patrick Netter, the founder and CEO of On the Move, to join Steve Bauer, our board member, who um, has is our uh, going to be our top uh, representative for On the Move when we get this thing going. And so welcome, welcome Patrick and Steve. I'm going to let the two of you take it away.
2: Okay. Thank you, Judy. And uh, greetings to everybody. This is really amazing, the uh, way this convention has worked out. I know a couple of years ago, people were saying it couldn't be done, and and the fact that we're one of the first uh, ACB affiliates to actually do some voting and uh, makes the glitches all understandable and worthwhile. But um, thanks to everyone who's here. Um one of the things that we can't do at the virtual convention is actually have the face-to-face contact, and sometimes that's the, the cool thing. And we're going to do some of that tonight with our, our happy hour, but sometimes the best parts of a convention are just what goes on, you know, in the, in the happy hours afterwards or in, you know, various places that people are gathering. And exercise is one of the big topics for blind people whenever you get more than a few blind people together because there are so many different ways that people have but there's so many different barriers and you know exercise equipment you can't go to the store and buy it and bring it home and know that it's going to work for you because it may have a touch panel that you can't uh, do anything with uh if you go to the gym the same thing you you know you may or may not be able to get help there and um there's just so many issues with those of us who are blind in in doing exercise that you can understand why there was so much excitement three years ago at our ccb conference when on the move showed up and i want to make sure because i didn't know this until um you know i went to the website it's on the muv and uh move as patrick will I'm sure say is uh movement unleashes vitality. So on the move, o n t h e m u v if you're looking for it so in google or whatever. And as Judy said, Patrick showed up in the exhibit hall with this amazing device called a mini tread which is a motorized device. Uh it's very small, can fit under your desk. Um it's uh, 20 by 20 inches and uh, weighs about 23 pounds. And it provides a way that you just plug this in, plug in the remote, which is a wired remote, by the way, so you won't lose it in your couch or anything. It's, it's connected to the machine. And start moving your legs, start moving your feet, and you are getting exercise without leaving your house, without uh, going to the gym or anything else like that. So I want to have Patrick talk a little bit about uh, the company and what what they're doing, what's happening, and uh, then I can come back and talk about the partnership we've struck with uh, CCB. So, uh, Patrick, are you here?
3: I am, Steve. It's great to be here. Thank you for the introduction, Uh, Judy. Thank you. And, Gabe, uh, congratulations, uh, along with Guermo and, and Jeff and Frank uh i'm thrilled to be here and this is my i want to i want to say that my life changed um three years ago at at the uh, at the hilton at at the ccb conference when uh, judy invited me up to her room with steve and and carly and up until then um this was a device that that only my friends uh had seen and and you know they're always of course uh, going to tell you what you want to hear they're going they want to they don't want to upset you or uh, or not be nice and uh the CCB members were really the first people to see it and try it outside and i was skeptical like everyone else because you know normally when when we're walking we're walking upright like on a treadmill or outside and when you're seated and walking how much value could it be steve you you thought the same
2: thing didn't you oh definitely and and you know it just and the one thing we can't do at the virtual convention is i mean you really have to see this device to realize how amazing it is how small how light and it how much it can do for you and we do plan to as the uh, pandemic ends and we start being able to have more in person Conventions, uh, all of you at chapters around the state, you're going to see us, and uh, we'll be showing you this device because it's it's really amazing. We can actually step on it and see it work. So, uh, yeah, I'll right. be catching all the LA folks, and and Judy will get the Northern California. But anyway, I'm sorry, Patrick, go ahead. I just no, but uh,
3: i was just going to say, and and um, because you've tried now both. We have two models. Uh, thanks to our team, we came up not with not only. With the motorized which is small it's quiet it's easy to use and and you can change speed from super slow from under a half a mile an hour at 0.3 miles an hour really anyone can do that up to 3.1 which is a a pretty fast clip but we now have a non uh motorized a a sit non-motorized sit mill uh that's the same size it's and it's only 13 pounds and it's uh, only 40 percent of the price. It's it's under it's under two hundred dollars. So um, for some people, it it, it is affordable. And um, by the way, uh, Steve, should we talk about price now or?
2: Uh? Um, yeah, certainly. Um, so uh, as Patrick said, there's there's two models and uh, the motorized version and i think i finally had this straight the the motorized mini tread and the self-powered sit mill patrick finally got me organized taking, with that you're, you're taking your notes uh hard there oh i i try i try and i have to the way my memory is i'm sorry so um the uh the motorized mini tread uh, right. Is going to be sold for four ninety nine. Yeah, and and that, it,
3: yeah. The the regular price is uh, five ninety nine, six hundred dollars. And what we're um, making available as uh, a pre order at uh, four ninety nine, you know. Right. Uh, and
2: then the the uh, the self powered sit mill uh, mm-hmm. is one hundred
3: right, and sixty nine dollars. Right.
2: normally and And and. Uh, you know, like I say, a lot of folks, and a few folks in CCB have seen this at the uh, at the conventions. They've been making modifications. Uh, Judy went up to uh, Washington, showed it to some folks up there, and uh, we've taken a lot of suggestions over the last uh, uh, year or so as to making things better, and so we're hoping now to have the, uh, the final model that's going to be sold uh, out in late August for the motorized mini tread. Uh, you'll be able to order that, and in late September, for the uh... self-powered sit mill and uh... right now if you uh, want to see them and you know well can't see them but if you want to actually go up there there's videos about them and there's lots of testimonials and and, uh, you know, Patrick is, is, didn't go through this. He has an amazing career in this uh, fitness industry, uh, going back for a couple of decades now. Um, but uh, there is information on the website about both of them, and very soon you'll be able to actually go to our ccbnet.org website, and uh, there will be a link there, and you can order the devices and get more information from our website.
3: Yeah, uh, something that Steve, you, you and Judy may not uh, know is that we've been involved with uh, several pilot studies uh, where we're comparing walking uh, upright, um, you know, on a treadmill for X amount of time at, at X, time, comparing it to walking while you're seated. And whereas we originally thought that it might be only. About a third as effective because of course you don't have as much body weight that you're moving you know uh we're finding that it's not only more than thirty percent, it's ninety percent as effective, so you can just um, again, you, you've been using it uh, and Judy, you've been using it How do you guys feel about it? Well, you, you know, know you-
0: Patrick, I could lie and say that for the past day and a half, I've been sitting in my chair using my tread. The truth is I could have been doing that. I didn't happen to. But I've got to tell you how much I have enjoyed uh, having these devices. And Steve and I do happen to have a pair that we take around. And uh, uh, the little uh, sit mill is fabulous. We have one by Steve's chair. We have two parallel chairs in our living room. And my little mini tread is to my left. And Steve's little sit mill is to his right. And you know, we are often watching zoo uh watching um uh Netflix and you know, mm. I'm going rum 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 and he's going
1: <laughs> And <laughs> And, and
2: and we have to say that the devices are quiet. We're making the noises and yes, you can't hear them, but I don't think anybody will ever tell you, uh, you know, quit making so much noise with your mini-tread when you're on Zoom, like, you know, with your Echo or whatever else, banging dishes or whatever. It's something that you can do, you know, discreetly and, and uh, you do work up a sweat. I mean, I know it's effective because of that. Uh, you think you're just sitting there relaxing and all of a sudden you realize, oh, I'm really, you know, I'm really moving here. So, I, I, Well,
3: uh, you see, I, I'm, I'm on on my little sit mill, as as we're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
2: So, um, do we if, want to take questions or anything? I think for that. we
0: could. We could certainly take a couple of questions.
4: All right. Uh, oops. We have Stephanie Rude first.
2: Could
0: you please um, repeat the prices again?
2: yes um the motorized mini tread um, will be sold by CCB for 499 and the uh, self-powered sit mill will be sold for 169
0: and may I just add that we're going to give Californians uh, the first opportunity to buy these and we will be doing an email blast fairly shortly uh, to let you pre-order and again because of delays because of Uh, The latest one, of course, being the um, COVID-19 problems in China. Uh, We will be not shipping till August and September, um, but we will, uh, you know, we are getting much closer than we have been before.
2: Um, And maybe I could say one more thing that I neglected to mention earlier, and that is that, uh, you know, this this device, I mean, I, I got this delivered to me. In a box i opened the box up and pulled it out and in five minutes i you know I, well i would have been on doing my thing with my feet um, i was trying to be so careful to keep all the packing material that i actually wrapped up the remote in the packing material and then called patrick and said where do you guys put the remote and then you know i was a little more careful and realized i had very carefully taped up the remote in with the packing material once i did that plugged it in i was i was going in in five minutes and uh, we are planning on putting out, Patrick and I, some audio material which uh, will be available to, you know, walk through folks, folks through setting it up, through using it and that sort of thing. So you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, having somebody describe the pictures to you or whatever. We're going to make this uh, as seamless and, and easy as possible.
3: I, I want to thank uh, you, Steve, and, and Judy and, and everyone who has been so helpful in making this uh, device accessible, and I really appreciate that. And it, it it's it, it's helped not only the blind community, but uh, for uh, older individuals. It's it, you guys have really been part of the team, and and uh, Joanna Medin, our, our CEO, and I want to thank you uh, for being so supportive.
0: Hi, hi. My name is Nancy, and I have a large treadmill <laughs> in the garage, but. Does this treadmill, uh, you know, there ways that you can you can uh, create the speed, the mileage? Does it? I don't know. You can actually set it like a regular treadmill. I don't yes, understand you, how you small can, can,
2: oh, I'm sorry. You can go from uh, I think what is it, Patrick, 0.3 miles per hour to just over three miles per hour. You can adjust the speed. Uh, there's a remote with an up and down button, and you just. Uh, you know, punch it up, and if you're going a little bit too fast, you punch here, it down. Here, here. So here you yes. go,
0: George. Here go. Can, can you, um, can you go. Can you can you go up and down hills, or can, can you set the great, you know, the gradient, the grade gradient for it? Is That's the right word.
2: Yes. Can there, you, are,
3: uh, there are two uh, levels. There's roughly, uh, even, and then there's uh, at about a, a 14 degree uh, angle. So we found that that pretty much uh, covers. Uh, most people. Sorry for the noise here. We've uh, got Black Hawk helicopters coming back here. Um, right. the, so it, it's up for virtually everyone we, we've uh, tested on finds one or both yeah. uh, levels comfortable. Now, and that's that's on the motor on the uh, on the cell okay. phone sit mill. It's one, uh, it's one angle. But again, everybody uh, is comfortable at that angle.
4: I've got her seat. Okay. Uh, next up is
1: uh, EP. Hello. Hello.
2: Hello yes. there. Hi EP. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead.
0: Um, I was wondering on the. Um,
5: on the mechanical one, how you change your speed?
3: It's totally up to you. It's self-powered, meaning uh, whatever speed, you can
1: yeah, go
3: super slowly mm. or as fast as you want, and you can go forward and backwards on that one. Uh, on the motorized, it is one direction. On the self-powered, you can go both ways, and it's totally self-powered, meaning you control how fast or slow you go. Makes sense. In
0: other words, there's no remote for the self-powered one. It's you just put it under your feet and it you it goes as fast as you want it to, and it's it's a it's totally mechanical, uh, and it's very very good. It's it's a very very good little and you can pick them up pick them up with one hand. The little one I pick up all the yeah. time with just one hand move, and and the motorized one you can tuck in a corner because it's you know 20 inches tall. You can just pretty much tuck it anywhere and move it from room to room or your computer to your chair. Uh, Very, very portable.
4: Okay. I think we have
0: time for one more question.
4: That is uh, Peter Pardini.
2: Go ahead, Peter. Thank you. What's the weight of
6: the two uh, units and what is their basically size in
2: inches? Uh, the size of the uh, Mini Tread, the motorized device, is uh, 20 by 20 inches, and it's 23 pounds. And, Patrick, do you have the uh, dimension? I'm looking for the yeah, dimensions. The, the other one yeah,
3: here. And, and the self-powered hit mill is, is also uh, 20 by 20, and it's only 13, one, 3 So uh, even though Judy is now a power lifter and Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, stronger sister, but no, most people can carry the... Uh, uh, they can carry both, but certainly with health out. Thank you.
0: Okay, so Steve and Patrick, wrap, would like would you wrap it up and?
2: Well, I just want to say that, uh, I, you know, I'm sorry that we couldn't actually let you all, uh, try this out because really trying it out is the, is the best. I mean, that, that, that'll make a believer of you, I'm sure. But we hope to be at, you know, a CCB chapter near you very soon to show this off. And in the meantime, uh, you can go to On the Move, and remember that's O N T H E M U V. It's actually capital V. So Jaws says On the Movie. We're going to have to uh, get Freedom Scientific to uh, to change the pronunci- pronunciation dictionary or something on that. But O N T H uh, uh, E M U V dot com, um, and we'll have a link on our CCV website very soon. And If you have any questions about this and are curious. Um, I think my phone number and my email is out there, so feel free to get in touch and uh, we can talk more.
3: Uh, And and I just want to say um, uh, congrats on uh, this virtual conference. You guys are doing a phenomenal job for for the first time. Uh, There are people who are much more technically savvy, uh, you know, who are in this business, could not have pulled this off like you did. So congrats and uh, thanks. uh appreciate being with you. Look forward to, uh, to working with you.
0: Thank you so much for this presentation. And of course, you know how proud this makes me. I, I really feel this is uh, something i so dear to my heart. And so thank you again. And uh, we're gonna move, we're gonna be on the
3: move. We'll be on the move. Thanks Judy, thanks everyone. Have okay. a great rest of the conference.
0: All right. We are ready for the reading and approval of the twenty nineteen Conference and Convention minutes with the person who has been going back and forth between participants and panelists and she's ready. We're ready for you,
7: Linda. Um Yes, here I am. <laughs> can hear can you hear me? Yes. Oh good. Okay. Now, little disclaimer folks, um reading this off the braille sense. I'm not the most fluent braille reader. These are not my minutes. Thank you, artists, for, for creating them originally. But here we go. And uh, if you guys need to take a little nap during this time, well, I understand. Okay. So the meeting occurred on June 6, 2019. And the agenda, number one, was roll call and reading of the agenda. Number two was acceptance of April and May 2019 minutes. Number three was President's report. Number four, Budget and Finance Committee report. Number five was Treasurer's report. Number six, Convention. 2020 update, you'll love this. Number seven was report from the working group on the membership information policy, uh, information privacy policy, sorry. And number eight was other business. Number nine, hearing of the public. Um, so, do yeah, you, sh- you have the right minutes? You'll see that I do. That okay. the June sixth is uh, when our convention was held.
0: Right. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Linda. This, this Go sounds. This is,
8: this is this is Gabe. This sounds to me like the um, agenda of the pre-convention board meeting, not the not well, the business yeah. that, meeting.
7: That's what I was sent um pre convention board meeting. Um I also didn't realize that. Um yeah. So the business meeting is the Sunday one, right?
1: Yes. It's we have yeah, some We well, have some items okay. from Friday,
7: well, be items from Friday night because of this. Yeah. yeah. You know, um uh when artists asked Nicole for the minutes, she only had the minutes for twenty eighteen. A little, there was a little back and forth between the two of them that I was read in on. Um, so there was no one ever sent me any minutes for. And also, I'm going to need to know what minutes I need to be keeping for this one. Since uh, so, there's a good deal of confusion here. So shall I not read these?
0: The pre-convention board meeting minutes would have been approved at the next board meeting. So I think we need to uh, deal with the reading of the 2019 minutes. We we need to postpone that.
7: So we will need to search for the 2019 business meeting minutes. Yes, Our and read them.
0: Us with, yes.
7: Yeah. And artists and. Okay. Hmm. Um, Um, these are kind of interesting minutes though. (laughs) Do you, do you think, um, Gabe is, am I,
0: would you agree that this is probably the best way to do it because these are not appropriate minutes.
8: I, I would agree. You're, you're right. These are not appropriate minutes for this meeting. Um,
0: so at this point, because it, it doesn't we can sound do. like they,
8: it doesn't sound like they covered the actual convention business. So, um, yeah, so unfortunately, there's really not anything we can do at this point.
7: Well, we, I mean, there was a report of the um, the convention, you know, convention update for 2020 about having one. Linda, but
0: Linda, what we are like uh, election results, uh, oh, the treasurer. Okay, 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 yeah, okay, okay. That, you guys? All right. Uh, in other words if that isn't in what you've got then you don't nope. have the right minutes. Okay.
7: Okay, thank you everyone. Thank you and Linda,
8: I, and we're sorry. Linda, I'm, I'm I'm willing to work with you and artists to to both find out what happened to the 2019 minutes um, your business your convention minutes as well as whatever questions you have about minutes from yesterday and today.
7: Um, Yeah, I'm sure that'll be our work going forward. Thank you.
8: Yeah, we can talk about that offline and and get that all straightened out.
0: Thank you, Linda. And, you know, let me just say publicly what a magnificent job Linda has done in her first year as secretary to keep our, our board minutes. They have been really outstanding minutes, we think. And I know, When Linda comes to report next year, the 2020 meeting minutes, she will continue her stellar job. All right, Lisa, it's time for our treasurer's report from Lisa Thomas. Okay.
9: Um, So what I'm going to be reading is um, a financial report on all CDs, brokerage and checking accounts as of May 31st, 2020. Um, Judy and Gabe and I decided that we will have next month at our regularly scheduled board meeting a budget analysis since it will be at a mid-year point and will give us some good numbers to go off of. So first off, we have our FISN investment account, Menino Scholarship which is restricted. Statement is May 1 through May 30, 2020. The interest for money markets is 0.01%. Current period balance, $45,010.04. Zero additions and withdrawals taxable income for this period is thirteen cents zero taxes fees and other expenses change in investment value is three sixty four dollars and seventy nine cents ending value as of 530 twenty is forty five thousand. $374.96. The net income for this period is 13 cents. Interest year to date, $2.22. This is a fully matured account and is current and at all cash value. Our CCB scholarship checking account for the period May 1 through 31, 2020. Beginning balance, $4,890.76. Deposits and other credits, zero. Withdrawals and other debits, $17. Ending balance at May 31, 2020. $4,873 and 76 cents. The CCB scholarship savings account for period May 1 through 31, 2020. The annual percentage yield earned this period is 0.3%. Beginning balance $480 and 99 cents. Zero deposits and additions at 529 2020, interest payment of one cent, ending balance $481. Interest earned this period, one cent, interest year to date, two cents. The CCB no Perry Endowment Trust from Morgan Stanley. Restricted funds for the period January 1, 2020 to May 31, 2020, total beginning value, which includes accrued interest is $124,252.41. Net debits, credits, and transfers, a negative $15. Change in value, negative $8,304.56. Change in value for May 1 through May 31, 2020, is a positive $4,225.01. Total ending value at 531 2020 which includes accrued interest is $115,932.85. UBS International Inc. Ellen Murphy Fund restricted statement for May 2020. On May 29, 2020, assets were at 184000 $854.07. Liabilities zero. Value of account one hundred eighty-four thousand eight hundred fifty-four dollars and seven cents. Accrued interest in the value noted above is sixty-three cents. Accrued dividends in the value above is three thousand. $403.22, which includes a prior year adjustment for a positive $337.02. On April 30th, 2020, the assets for that account were 180,617 and 34 cents, zero liabilities. The value of the account at April 30, 2020 was $180,617.34 for a difference from April 30 to May 29 of a positive $4,236.73. Bank of America General checking account for the period May 1, 31, I'm sorry, May 1 through 31, 2020. Beginning balance, $51,619 and 18 cents. Deposits and other credits, eleven thousand twenty-eight dollars and thirty-three cents. Withdrawals and other debits, a negative two thousand nine hundred. Checks paid, negative $5,522.57. Ending balance at May 31, 2020, $54,186.19. Current balance as of yesterday, June 19th, 2020. $56,733 and 63 cents. Bank of America Fogarty scholarship account for period May 1 through May 31, 2020. The interest rate is 0.02% APY. Beginning balance, $200 and 33 cents. Interest paid this period zero, interest paid year-to-date zero, ending balance $200.33. Bank of America CEA loan fund for the period May 1st through May 31st, 2020. The interest rate is 0.02% APY, beginning balance $520.78, interest paid this period, one cent, interest paid year to date, five cents, ending balance, $520.79. Bank of America life membership, seven month CD as of June 9th, 2020. The account was opened August 15th, 2007. The renewal for this seven-month featured CD, the new term is seven months. New maturity date is August 22nd, 2020. The interest rate is 0.03%. Annual percentage yield, or APY, 0.03%. Interest paid year to date, $0.04. Cents. Current balance, 2800 The Bank of America Lopez scholarship account for the period May 1 through May 31, 2020. The interest rate is 0% APY, beginning balance $139.37, zero interest paid this period, zero interest paid year to date, ending balance $139.97. Bank of America Crisis Committee account for the period May 1st through 31st, 2020. Interest rate 0.1% APY. Beginning balance $844.93. Interest paid this period $0.01. Interest paid year to date $0.05. Ending balance is $844.94. And that concludes the financial report for Convention 2020.
0: So, Lisa, we assume that you would move your report's acceptance? Yes. And we need a second. I second. Rob seconds. Rob seconds. Now we will use a show of hands. Uh, All in favor of accepting the treasurer's report, raise your hand. We'll give a few seconds for a bunch of hands to go up. Yeah, we'll
10: tell you when they're all up.
0: Really, all we need is just a bunch. You need a few more.
10: You're getting there.
4: You have
1: 44 now. 51.
8: Maybe maybe it would be good to just run through a reminder that if you're on the phone, you can raise your hand with star 9. I know people have been doing it all day, but Star Nine, it's alt uh alt, was it alt Y on the computer? Option is option Y on a Mac. Mm-hmm. And if you're participating on the Zoom
10: You are now app- above half. You're you're above fifty percent now.
0: Okay. You know what? That's great. And what we're gonna now do is lower everybody's hand. Okay, so
10: Okay, okay, looks like they're pretty well gone. They're still going okay. down. It's it, the system does it, but it takes them a little while to. Okay.
0: Okay, I think you got them. All right. Do we have any no votes on accepting the treasurer's report? You have five. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay, now we have accepted the treasurer's report. Lisa, what a sterling job. Thank you so much. Could you change hats and give a door prize? (laughs) Sure,
9: let me just change screens here. I'm glad I'm set up here with my home office with multiple screens. I could do this pretty simple.
0: That's great.
9: (laughs) So the lucky number is 168. And that winner is. Actually, that is a winner that's already won. So let me roll again. The new number is 82. And that's Joni Patchy.
0: Yay! Hey. Woo-hoo. Hey. Hey.
11: All right. Hey. And
0: Lisa, next time I come after the um uh, res- after we do resolutions, I'm gonna ask you to read the list of chapters and affiliates who made those donations. So if you could be sure. getting that ready. Sure. Okay. So it is now time for the second reading of and now discussion and voting on bylaws amendments. And I'm gonna turn it over to Sarah Harris and David Jackson, the co-chairs of our bylaws committee.
12: And I think we may need to get David unmuted.
0: Because
12: well, I don't think he came in on the panelists. He
0: can time. raise his hand. Yes. Yeah.
4: Is it David Jackson? Yes. Yep. Okay, I've got him.
0: All right.
4: And now, right. David, if you'll please unmute yourself.
13: I am here. I was just waiting to be recognized.
4: All right. Well, I
12: recognize you, David, even virtually. Um, Hi, <laughs> guys. So, I'm so, glad it's Sarah, so Sarah Harris and David Jackson here were the by, um, bylaws committee co chairs. Um, I'd like to recognize the rest of the committee really quick. We have Frank Welty and we also have Steve Mendelson and Gabe Griffith, um, that assist us in um, being nerds and looking over bylaws. And so, uh, Deb, if you could play bylaw number one for us, that would be
10: super. I could do that.
2: This is our first proposed amendment to the CCB bylaws. Current language, Section 5.5.7. For removal of an officer or director, a three-fourths voice vote... Except that no vote shall take place without the officer or director being given the opportunity to offer a defense. Proposed change, remove voice vote. New language, section 5.5.7, for removal of an officer or director, three-fourths, except that no vote shall take place without the officer or director being given the opportunity to offer a defense. That is the proposed amendment.
12: All right, and um, the committee does recommend a do pass, but I'd like to know if there's any discussion. Do we see any raised hands?
7: Hi, Go um, this, this is Lori Kastner, and I'm confused by the wording. Um, I thought originally the change was voice vote to oral vote, but now no. there's no vote. It just says three fourths. Three fourths what?
12: So I think that's it's it, so. Let, Let me explain. So and it's a good question. So literally, this comes out from the middle of the whole list of all the ratios that are required for a vote to pass during convention. And so and for some reason, this one just had that little voice vote hanging out there in the middle of nowhere, that doesn't need to be there. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of what happened there. Does that help
7: um. Yeah. So. So somewhere else, it talks about voice vote. Uh. That and then it gives ratios for different voice votes. Is that what you're saying? It's no. a, it's a, it's, impli- it's implied.
4: It's implied.
7: Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. That answers my question. Thank you.
4: And right, you right other? now have no more hands.
12: All right. So, having no more hands, Dave, you want to. Call for the the uh, a motion.
0: I uh, well, you've recommended
8: a do pass.
3: There's, there's already so we a got vote. a
12: motion. So let's get so a we, second.
3: So I, I can go. Okay, go ahead. We need somebody to do a second.
8: I will second. This is Gabe. Oh, Steve got it. Steve Steve Bauer second.
12: seconds. All right. So everybody that's in favor of this bylaw amendment, um, go ahead and
4: raise your hand. You have 26, 39, 44, whoops. Uh, you have 50. How many do you need?
8: Uh, <laughs> we need a majority.
10: <laughs> yeah, they need about 60, and they're just about there.
8: I was uh, going to say you- more than half. <laughs>
4: yep, you have 54.
14: We have 105 on the call.
0: Well, and if nobody 56. votes, if if nobody votes, no, you know, if nobody votes, no, we would still have. Mm-hmm. And and I a think
12: we have to remember also that we do have some people on the call that aren't members.
4: I see. You have fifty-seven hands raised.
0: I have sixty-five. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we assume we have
5: enough
4: right. hands? Now you're fifty-eight. So all right.
5: Which let's go that's... ahead and
0: go ahead and lower those. You get it. All right. Sorry, Sarah. Go ahead.
4: There
10: it goes. Yeah, they're going. It just goes slow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
15: <laughs>
4: yeah,
10: yeah, it's
1: it, it, it lo- it's really
10: funny because it just lowers a few at a time, and it doesn't lower it doesn't lower them all at once, even though it's an automatic process. So interesting. So it is quite weird, and so I'm sorry, it's just taking a little bit for it to do it. It's faster than if we did it, but it's still slower than it would be ideal. Okay, Thank you got them.
12: All right, so anyone opposed, now go ahead and raise your hand.
10: Well, that's kind of weird, because some of them still. Yeah. We're going to need to do the no vote over, and we're going to need to wait okay. just a second. Okay. It's not, it's kind of strange. So everybody, let Deb and Randy lower your
12: hands in that way. Because if if you don't, you're to hit it again. It'll okay, all right the
4: hands are up. all the hands are down. Yeah, it should be. all right. Yeah, looks Now,
12: good. any opposed, raise their hand. Here we
4: go. Three,
12: three. All right. So any, uh, so we can lower those three. And then any abstentions?
10: Just a minute. Okay.
4: Okay, they're down.
12: Yeah. All right, so any abstentions just for good measure?
16: You don't need to do abstentions.
12: You have one hey <laughs> some people may, may some people yeah. may want to all right all right so that one passes thank you very much guys all right so we can go ahead and move on to the second amendment roll it Deb. Okay.
2: this is our second proposed change to the ccb bylaws current language Section 6.3.2 Candidates interested in running for the board are strongly encouraged to submit a candidate statement no less than 45 days prior to the first day of the convention. All candidates will have up to five minutes at the time of elections to have up to two people speak on their behalf. Proposed change. Insert, only candidates who submit a candidate statement will be eligible to participate in a candidate's forum. Slight rewrite to the last sentence for clarity. New Language Section 6.3.2. Candidates interested in running for the board are strongly encouraged to submit a candidate statement no less than 45 days prior to the first day of the convention. Only candidates who have submitted a candidate statement will be eligible to participate in a candidates forum, which will occur prior to the first day of the convention. During elections, All candidates will have up to five minutes to have up to two people speak on their behalf. That is the end of the proposed amendment.
12: All right. Do we have any hands up for discussion? You
4: you do. Um, The first one is Sheila Hushman. And uh, if you are now able to unmute yourself and talk.
17: Hello, it's Sheila gunn from Oakland. Um, I am not in favor of this because um, just today we had an example of someone who could not submit a statement for um, good reason. Um, At least I felt her reasons were good. And um, I think that we should not um, narrow the field in this way and i think that we should not make it harder for people to get to the bar to become a board member check thank you sheila and just to um,
12: provide with some clarification this does not um disallow anyone from running from the floor during elections this is just to um, have the candidates forum and that's before the um that's before convention, run a little bit smoother.
0: Sarah? So this is Judy. You should probably recommend your due pass and get right. your second yeah. before we Thank have discussion. You.
12: Thank you. All right. We recommend a due pass. Can we get
1: a second? Second. Rob, oh. second All right. We got a
0: second. Okay. So now we've had no one statement against. If we, need, we would now need a statement for.
11: I would like to speak in favor.
0: Go ahead,
11: Rob. Okay. I think it's a good motion or a good uh, uh, amendment in the sense that I I think we're getting to the point with the CCB board. If you want to run for the board, you know, we're expecting some people to be serious about it and to take it seriously. And if it's difficult for someone to, put it in writing. Maybe they can dictate, uh, get some help. Um, I just think it shouldn't be that difficult to uh, be able to put forth a, a candidate, a written candidate statement. Thank you.
12: Thank you, Rob. All right. Do we have any other
4: hands up? Yes, you do. You have uh, Robert Acosta and, Robert, you are now able to unmute.
18: I read, uh, Randy and chairman, uh, chairman Sarah and Dave, uh, I was going to vote for it, so you, you want somebody in opposition. I hope oh. you recognize uh-huh. me when it's four again.
12: Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Do we have anyone that's against this? Maybe we can unmute the next person and see.
19: Randy. All
4: right. We have Margie B., So, uh, Margie, you can now talk.
19: I am unmuted, correct? Yep, we hear you, Margie. Thank you. I have a point of order, and then I'll rise to speak in opposition of this. Point of order is, I believe I heard Sarah say it takes a majority vote to pass a um, bylaw constitutional change. It's my recollection that it takes a vote. Please correct, um, address that first.
4: That's three-fourths. Oh.
0: if it was three-fourths we had that many yeah we, we did have three-fourths yeah. and i
12: apologize yeah. for that i'm like reading three things at one time so i apologize for okay. that. that's
0: okay huh. gabe will you be time keeping here we want to make sure to, i don't
19: know yeah.
8: where uh yeah, give me a second.
0: I guess we, we don't, and just, we for, do the, have just for the just for the record,
8: minute. I just for the record, I believe a bylaws amendment is two thirds.
0: I think so too. It's not which before. we which
8: we definitely had on the last which bit. we had. Mm-hmm. But Give me one second.
0: I should have had you start timekeeping at the beginning because let's not worry about timekeeping, Gabe. We, I think we'll be under our twenty minutes. why okay. So Marge, you okay. go ahead with your.
8: I've got this time keeping ready anyway.
4: Okay. Margie accidentally clicked the mute button on you, but you can unmute again.
1: Am
19: I here?
4: Yes,
20: you're here.
19: Okay, thank you. I rise this this amendment. Hang on, sorry. I didn't want Jaws to speak. There are a number of our members in this organization, including myself, that deals with health conditions. And at any one time, that health condition can come up And we cannot submit for one reason. I'm going to give a brief example. Person in an automobile accident has every intent to post something and it doesn't happen for whatever reason. They get better and they decide to run. I still believe they should be able to speak in a candidate form and that we should not squash them up. Thank you, Margie.
0: Now we need to go back to Bob Acosta.
1: Sarah. Yes.
12: Bob, can you raise your hand again? Or I don't know, Randy, if you could find him.
1: Yeah, that way well,
4: I can find it. Okay, I have him. Okay, Robert, you are now able to unmute and talk.
18: Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Thank you. I'm speaking, and here's the guy last year who fought this and believed that, yes, candidates should have a right to run for the floor, never mind the statement or anything. Uh, that's why I slipped in the word encouraged. Some states do mandatory. I'm against that. Encourage is fine. Any candidate can run from the floor, but either the candidate's forum means something or it doesn't. If it means something, our candidates that submitted statements played by the rules they were fair they sat there in fact the candidate who didn't got more time than the candidates who did in one man's opinion so i strongly support this play by the rules or don't have a candidates forum just so anybody can run from the floor and i like the candidates forum thank you
12: thank you bob and then let's go ahead and make sure that hands are lowered and then we're going to see if, now. anyone else that's against.
4: <sighs> okay. All your hands are down.
12: All right. <clears throat> anyone else against, please raise your
4: hand. Okay. We have, uh, Lisa Cushman. And Lisa, you can now talk.
13: I'm a, I, uh, just getting it. Just getting control of zoom here. Um, I'm I'm against this because I think that candidates forums are instructive because they increase the talent pool and allow us to know more, more. about our choices. Um, and um, this will mean that fewer voices are heard. And that we get to hear from fewer people. Um, the obviously the the choice of the nominating committee would generally be the person who submitted a statement. They already get um, the advantage of being the of being the choice of the nominating committee. Um, I would rather make it easier to run for office rather than more difficult and make sure that more people are heard rather than less. Thank you.
12: Thank you, Lisa. I mean favor. All right. And then I think we're gonna need to go back to Pam Pology. So I don't know if you still remember her number or Pam, if you could raise your hand again. Okay, well we need to get sense. the hands lowered first. Yeah.
4: Okay. The hands are lowering. I
15: mean lower. in favor.
1: Um,
12: We have to, we're recognizing Pam from earlier, Charlene, but thank
0: you. And after Pam, uh, we will end this debate, period. Thank you,
21: Judy. Am I unmuted? Yes, you are, Pam. Pam. Okay, thank you very much. I didn't hear it say it. Um, A couple of things. First of all, I have a concern because if a party is not able to create a candidate's uh, statement to be submitted for the candidate's forum, I'm concerned about how healthy they're going to be to fulfill their um, responsibilities on the board. And not that they have, don't have an intent, but um, I really think that... It's not fair to those who have submitted statements for someone who has not received the same privileges. And I hope that this uh, passes the way it's uh, set up by the bylaws. Thank you.
12: All right. Thank you very much, Pam. All right. So, Randy, we're going to make sure all the hands are lowered.
4: They are lowered.
12: All right. So, all those in favor, go ahead and...
0: So, yes. um, if 25 people want to raise their hand a point of order open, judy yes jeff
22: don't we have to have the same number
0: the same number of what oh. we've had we've had three of each jeff
22: okay i'm sorry then
0: so if 25 members wish to raise their hand we can have a second debate period if no one If we have fewer than that, we will close debate, and Sarah will proceed with the vote.
4: 25 is the magic number? Is the magic number. Okay.
12: All right. So go ahead and raise your hands if you want to continue
0: with discussion.
4: Looks like you're holding steady at 9.
0: Okay. Oh, now you got time. Thank you. Okay. Sarah, why don't you go ahead and proceed with the vote? All right.
4: I'm lowering hands. Okay, they're low.
0: All
12: right, all those in favor of this amendment, go ahead and raise your hand. So that first number is 55, guys.
4: Yes, and it is holding there.
1: Yes.
12: All right, so we can go ahead and lower all the hands. And then we'll add Let me know when let me know when we're all lowered.
23: That included the panelists. There was 11 panelists. Yes, we, we've products. got,
10: yeah, yeah,
11: yep. And this is Rob. Uh, so the there ho- were 66 host. I can't total. raise my hand. So all the hands are down. Add that in.
0: Okay, yeah, right, Rob. And I didn't raise mine either. Never mind. Oops. Yeah. So are our hands lowered now? Yes. All right, yeah. Okay. All right, so then any
12: opposed, raise your hand.
4: You have nine hands so far.
12: Nine. All right. Any abstentions?
4: So far, you have no hands.
12: All right. So it looks like 50. Well, we counted Robin and Judy. So 57 plus nine is what? 66. 66. So right. I
4: oh, you have of, one, you have one hand now. Yeah. Of those,
0: of those voting, we have two thirds. Of those voting, we have two thirds. Mm-hmm.
12: So amendment passes. Thank you. And thank you everybody for being patient as we work out all their, our technical, um, details on procedures. all of these things. <laughs> yeah. Technical procedures and all of that. Thank you very much. Um, And I just want to thank everybody that um, made it to our bylaw committee meeting that was open um, prior to convention. It was very, very much appreciated. And um, Dave and I, we plan to hold more open committees, um, open open committee meetings for everyone to come and and be a part of um, discussion on the bylaws um, in the future months. So thank you very much. Dave, did you want to add anything?
3: No, I'm very appreciative of uh, being asked to be a co-chair. And I'm looking forward to uh, uh, doing more work for the bylaw committee. And I'm also looking forward to more open bylaws calls. They're very important. They do help. Yes. Thanks, Sarah. Thank
0: you. Thank you both. And I want to say this is one of the committees that I especially participated in during my Presidency, and uh, I—it's—they've done amazing work, and I want to thank the Bylaws Committee for all the
8: work it's done.
0: But don't go very far, Sarah. Madam,
8: Madam President, <laughs> yes, Gabe. this is Gabe. Gabe. Is Gabe Be- before, before Dave, before Dave and Sarah go away, we traditionally have a motion to accept the oh, to, con- oh, to, con- oh, to to oh, have them conclude and to accept the entire Bylaws report.
15: That could oh. be helpful. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> it
21: okay.
1: Could be, it could be so, helpful.
21: <laughs> I guess. Okay, we then I guess I I'm just here to, I'm
8: just here to cause you problems.
0: Oh, wait, boy, right. wait till it's wait till it's your turn. Or as Linda said, wait till she gets a president who loves her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so all, one more time raising the hand all in favor of accepting the bylaws committee report please raise your hand
8: we, we need a motion
0: we have Do we we need a motion
22: Gabe we'll pretend you made the motion
8: yeah, nice I was say, yeah. Yeah. we'll pretend there was a motion on the floor I heard a motion from Gabe didn't you <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. there was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
12: <laughs> I, yeah, I think it we was. We just it was started on the, the party earlier. early.
4: <laughs> yeah, we have fifty-two so far.
8: <clears throat> and this one is a simple majority, or oh, this is just yeah. a majority. You have what,
4: what, sixty-one. Yeah, oh,
10: seventy-two 60. with the panel. Yeah.
4: Okay, I feel like that's a majority, but yeah,
10: yeah, you're good. But
8: we just have to. Call for no's and abstentions.
1: Okay.
8: Are you ready for us to lower hands. our hands now?
10: Yeah, we're yeah lower hands.
4: Okay, lowering hands. All right, Lower hands.
0: So we have to take. We have to see if anybody's against. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, we're we're taking. Taking hands down.
10: Taking them down. So don't please don't vote yet.
4: Oh. Okay, they're down.
0: All right. All those against accepting the by-house committee's report?
4: Meanwhile, you have five hands uh, raised for no. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Five hands raised for no, because you lower those. And if they're going to make me call for abstentions, I still say...
4: And the hands are <laughs> lowered.
0: Abstentions? I don't believe in abstentions. You vote for or against? Okay. Um, we have no abstentions, correct? Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's the conclusion of that. I'm going to just say now because um, I think it's pretty obvious. Because we'll have some concluding things, or may start the awards a bit early, but our affiliates in action segment, which we had really hoped to get all seven of our affiliates on to talk a a little bit about what they're doing and and to talk with us Uh, because we, you know, I want to, I wanted to We have to either do all seven, I think, or, or, or none. So we, we will probably not be able to do that this convention and we'll definitely schedule it again. And I apologize to all those um, affiliates statewide affiliates speakers. Okay, uh, Sarah. Hey, who's this Sarah person? I don't know. Sarah (laughs) and Jeff are co-chairs of our hard-working resolutions committee. So take it away.
12: All right, Jeff, go
22: for it. Well, uh, we have three resolutions to present today. Uh, and we'll try to get to them quickly. We're going to have our great reader, Steve Bauer, who is one of our members, uh, read the resolutions. And I guess I'll take the first one if there's debate. And then Sarah can take the last two. So, Sounds Steve, like if you fun. have it up.
12: Well, actually, um, it's,
10: it's recorded.
12: I've so got it over it? here.
22: Oh, we got them recorded. Yeah. That's right. so are you yeah. ready for resolution
10: the one then? Is that correct? Yes. All
22: right, here we go.
2: This is Resolution 2020-01, Non-Vocational Services for Persons with Vision Loss, submitted by Jeff Tom. Whereas the Federal Work Incentive Opportunity Act, WIOA, regulations preclude states from expending funds for services to rehabilitation clients who do not have an employment goal and whereas many individuals who are blind or have low vision, especially seniors and others who have experienced recent vision loss, require a number of specialized services in order to continue to live independently, and whereas due to age and other circumstances, many of these individuals may never attempt to enter the employment market, while others will require a regimen of non-vocational services as a precondition to re-entering the labor market, and whereas these non-vocationally related services include the use of assistive technology, orientation and mobility, cooking, cleaning and other activities of daily living, self-advocacy and counseling, and whereas the only major source of funding for these services is the federal older individuals who are blind program supplemented with small amounts of funds by a few states, not including California, and whereas it is estimated that the funding for this program meets less than 3% of the national need for such services, and whereas the importance of these services in enabling people with vision loss to remain independent and avoid institutionalization has been heightened by the challenges faced during the COVID-19 pandemic, and whereas people with other disabilities receive home and community-based services under the Older Americans Act, state medicaid programs and under the federal medicare program and whereas specialized services for persons who are blind or have low vision have never been funded as home and community-based services under any of these programs and where it is long past time to incorporate the funding for specialized services for people with low vision into medicare medicaid and the older americans act in order to begin to address the ever-increasing unmet need for these services now therefore it be resolved by the california council of the blind in virtual convention assembled this twentieth day of june twenty twenty that this organization Advocate with the State Department of Health Care Services, the legislature, and the governor to include specialized services for people with vision loss among the services reimbursable by medi and, be it further resolved, that this organization work with the American Council of the Blind to advocate for the availability of additional funding sources for specialized non-vocational services for persons with vision loss as well as to urge other ACB state affiliates to advocate for inclusion of these services under their state Medicaid programs. That is the resolution.
22: Okay, so Sarah, just in case I uh, want to speak on this, why don't I let you handle the debate on it, since I did submit it.
12: Sounds like a plan. All right, so um, the committee does recommend it due pass, so can I get a Second. Second. All right, we got a second from Larry Gausman. Thank you, Larry. All right, so um, let's go ahead and go to our hands.
4: So you have okay. Margaret Butchman, Garcia?
12: All right, Margaret. Does she just need to unmute?
4: Yeah. Oh, nope, I there it is. They just need to unmute themselves.
20: Uh,
4: are you, am I okay now? Yes, sure. Yes,
20: there you are, Margaret. Okay, thanks. i they're talking away and you can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring up a point that I'm not sure if it's appropriate to add to this resolution or not. And you guys can be the best judge of that. Just because I do work at a center that has OIB funding and it's very limited. I do very much agree with that. I do know that right now we can provide Medicaid uh, through, you know, get reimbursed from Medicare and Medicaid, but it has to be through an occupational therapist. And that's like, we can't afford to hire a person at that level. So I'm wondering if something needs to be added to this, that it doesn't have to be this professional certified master degree person that provides the services in order for this to happen for our older individuals.
22: Um, could we could we put in that uh, an amendment in the clause about fund that we don't get funding under Medicare and Medicaid are, are uh, seldom funded. Could, could that sort of otherwise it would be a very complicated clause, and, and hardly anybody does employ occupational therapists on their staffs in our agencies. Right. So would that satisfy your concern Margaret i mean, I see where you're coming from
20: yeah I, I think so I, I would love to see us be able to get reimbursed for all the things we do because we only get $35,000 a year to serve about you know 120 people <laughs> and it's way not enough but we can't yeah. be reimbursed because we don't have occupational therapists on our staff so I don't know if there's a way that that yeah I just thought I'd bring that up
22: Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Appreciate that. We'll make an amendment to cover that wording. Yes. Okay.
4: Uh, Did you want another hand? Yes. Okay. You have Don Queen, and Don can now talk.
16: Hello, Mr. Don Queen. Yes. Can you hear me? We can. Yes, I would like to speak. I have some serious... Questions on this, we've had specialized services because the other agencies never really understood the special needs of blind persons, and I was on the I did was on the grant committee several times for approval of the program, and they
1: uh, isn't enough money. uh,
16: It needs to be more, but I'm not sure that Medicare is going to give you much money. They've cut their funding. They haven't cut their funding, but they don't al- you, If you go to the Medi-Cal or Medicare, you're on a second tier of low paid uh, practitioners or teaching institutions. And the, the uh, senior blind programs do seem to have a bit more money. But uh, I, I really think that we better be careful about losing our identity. And the specialized
22: services that blind persons do need. So, Don, let me address that. Um, you're absolutely right. We need to have our services funded. Not we can't. We don't want to change who provides the services. We don't want to change what the services are. But in point of fact, the OIB program is not going to get more funding, and we have to do more to search for in, in every nook and cranny to find ways to subcontract for the provision of the services that our folks need and the only way to do that is to go for Medicaid waivers or to latch on to you know other types of funding whether it's under the older Americans act or wherever we there's been a lot of reasons why we said oh we don't want to play in in their playing field but we really have to we you know we're not going to three million dollars for the state of California is like chunk change and it's time we abandon the strategy of putting our heads in the sand and look for other funding. So I, I, I understand your concern, but we have to have more money.
16: I think we need to require some sort of specialization like we used to in the welfare department, where if you had over so many blind persons, you had a specialized consular or a specialized caseload, and we lost all that when it went to SSI. But uh, all those special provisions were lost that we. And so I think it, we need to be very careful that uh, when they adopt programs that they require some type of thing. And I don't think the, uh, I don't know what good the master's degree does at all, but uh, we didn't require, we required a master's, but not an f- occupational therapist. We had, uh, there's specialized graduate programs in the field of blindness.
22: So, Don, in Montana, did you know that uh, O&M services are funded through Medicaid?
16: I wondered if... In Louisiana, no, Braille
22: surprised. is funded through Medicaid. So these that's, things can be done. We just have to get to work on it.
16: Get to, I doctors really don't know when you need it. <laughs>
22: but an orientation and mobility instructor knows what you
16: need. Oh, yes, they do. And I have, oh, oh, they can okay. pay Thank them you, enough, Don. that's fine. I, but I think we... Be careful. But... And require these special programs, in the senior blind programs, that they 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 make some kind of provision to protect. The, the-
12: Thank you, Don.
4: Okay, you have Edward Creston. All right, Ed. And that person can now talk.
0: No, I I really think we should go ahead and. And pass. This is a good
4: resolution. Thank you, Ed. Okay. Do you? We have one more.
12: Let's see what our one more is.
4: Okay. This is uh, Josh Way. And Josh can now talk.
13: Okay. Um. I just wanted to say that I'm very glad that this resolution is being proposed because I've observed that more and more the Department of Rehabilitation is being fixated on people who are learning how to be educated for business or for work and this is important but it's also important that seniors can have access to services they need. For example, I've taught access technology, taught people how to use computer access to connect with their family and stuff. And these are seniors that need these services. And yet now the Department of Rehabilitation is not providing them except to people who can be employed. So I'm glad that we're moving forward on this.
12: Thank you. All right. And Randy, do we have any other hands up? We do not. All right. So, Jeff, shall we go ahead and, and do the vote? Good. All right. So on the count of three, all those in favor, raise your hand.
22: You <laughs> skipped the one, two, three. Well, I was going to say, are you going
8: to count here. to three so we know what to do?
12: Oh, yeah, that's right. One, two, three. Sorry. I was counting to three in my head because I was trying to find my <laughs> more button.
10: I'm telling you guys. <laughs> that's okay they figured out what to do
2: (laughs) we're all learning to multitask
8: hey we're equal we're equal opportunities here we're trying to
2: get to that party you know
12: well you know because guys my intersections are blondness and blindness so you know (laughs) forgive me I like that that's great
10: this is Rob with
12: a quick
11: comment I noticed that people are lowering their hands fairly quickly and I'm wondering if they're giving enough time uh, for everything to be counted so I'm hearing people lowering hands while the vote, you know, while this is is going on. It makes me wonder.
24: You need to oh, wait till people actually yeah, tell
10: you to lower your yeah, hands. Yeah, we're taking the, the vote when it actually stops going up. So some of those lowerings come back up again and things too. So, um, yeah, but it's everybody true. Everybody just y-
12: ra- raise your hand and, and let it stay there until we are told by Randy and Deb.
11: Yeah, and the advantage is your arm it really isn't getting tired.
10: Right. That's true. <laughs> right. right.
8: Just just your finger from tapping on the race You have <laughs> s- sixty five.
4: Sixty-five and just oh, rec- seventy-six 66.
10: with the uh with the panel. the panelists
12: and just for the record, it is a majority. I double checked it. <laughs> okay.
8: yep. Yeah,
12: you're good then. So So shall we go ahead and lower our hands then guys?
8: Are we holding steady at seven what did you say seventy six? Uh, yeah, it was 66 and it's was back down to
1: 65.
10: Yeah, but, but we had another 10, 11 with the, the the panel, so
12: all right. And then, so are we holding steady? Shall we? Yes, yes. yeah,
1: all right. I'm um,
25: lowering. Oh, excuse me, hiccups. Let's see.
0: It sounds to me like you've got plenty of a majority, so we're lowering hands, right?
4: Yes. (sighs) All right, all the hands are down.
12: All right, so now really on the count of three, you're going to raise your hand if you are opposed, so one, two, three.
0: And leave them up till your toes...
12: Yes, and leave them up until you are told to put them down, or until Deb and Randy take care of it for you.
8: And thank you for counting for us that time.
12: Oh, you're welcome. That was my blindness side of me, not the blameless.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you have one hand raised, and it's holding steady at one.
12: All right, so now let's go ahead and put our one hand down, and for good measure, any abstentions, one, two, three, raise your hand.
4: And looks like you are holding steady at one hand again.
12: All right. So, sounds like we got a pass.
22: Okay. Thank thank you you from the California Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. And maybe I'll do Resolution 2's debate, and you can do the third one. So, shall we queue up uh, number two, Deb?
2: This is Resolution 2020-02, the safe and accessible navigation of people with disabilities at conference and convention sites. Submitted by Bob Acosta. Whereas both state and federal law require places of public accommodation, including hotels, to provide reasonable modifications for guests with disabilities, including those with vision and hearing loss, and whereas since its inception, the California Council of the Blind, CCB, has chosen host hotels throughout the state for its annual conference and convention, and whereas CCB has always sought hotels that are affordable, safe, and accessible for all attendees, and whereas it is essential that CCB ensure that all Convention attendees are able to safely navigate the hotel, regardless of disability, in addition to a vision impairment, including hearing loss. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the California Council of the Blind. In virtual convention, assembled this 20th day of June, 2020, That this organization instruct its officers, directors, and staff to sign contracts with conference and convention sites who agree to make reasonable modifications in policies, practices, and procedures when the modifications are necessary to meet the safety and access needs of people with vision and other disabilities. And be it further resolved that the convention planning committee include a person who is either blind or has low vision with an accompanying hearing loss or has expertise in hearing loss during the initial hotel tour. That is the resolution.
22: Okay. The committee recommends a due pass, and I so move. Do we have anybody for this resolution? We have a second. I'm sorry. We do. And the um, so if we have anybody who is for the resolution, please raise, who wants to talk, please raise your hand.
4: We have Margie B.
22: Okay, Margie.
4: And you can now talk.
19: Oh, I think I'm unmuted. Is that correct?
22: You are. Thank
19: you. Um, I just want to uh, review something. Did it say, it's not forcing the convention committee correctly, correct? It's it's a committee. Is that accurate? are you cut out margie oh no <laughs> it's a commitment from the hotel is
22: you want us to read is, the the is
19: that accurate
22: margie uh do you have the resolve right in front of you sarah can you read the
1: uh, mm-hmm. I I've, I've got it here if you want me exactly. to, oh, okay, to read it for okay
2: Mark. um Now, therefore, be it resolved by the California Council of the Blind in uh, virtual convention assembled this 20th day of June 2020 that this organization instruct its officers, directors, and staff to sign contracts with conference and convention sites who agree to make reasonable modifications in policies, practices, and procedures when the modifications are necessary to meet the safety and access needs of people with vision and other disabilities and be it further resolved that the convention planning committee include a person who is either blind or has low vision with an accompanying hearing loss or who has expertise in hearing loss during the initial hotel tour.
19: Um,
22: okay, you've heard I the th- result. Do you want to speak uh, I think forward in, or against it? I think
19: I'm in favor of it. I'm just a little concerned about the lack of teeth in this and might consider a friendly amendment, but I'm not sure how that would be yet. Um, You know, we're supposed to have a guide dog rep and and touring the convention hotel sites, and I might be wrong, so I can be corrected. I don't believe we've done that recently.
0: Um, Yes, we have. Yes, we we have. have done that.
19: Okay. Thank you, Judy, for the correction. I just think it needs a little more teeth. And I'm going to leave it at that. I just I'm concerned about the, you know, hotels will make commitments to get bids. And then if they don't follow through, I guess more teeth in it that if they don't follow through, we will not meet at that hotel again. Bob, would you consider something like that a friendly amendment? I don't have the wording perfectly yet.
22: Well, I suppose it could basically say, and be it further resolved, that if a hotel with which we have um, signed a contract does not follow through on its commitments, um, we shall not hold any subsequent convention at that hotel.
19: I'd be very
22: happy with that. Okay.
19: I And I also we concerned are concerned
22: about- so We will have a, a way of putting that amendment into the resolution. Okay, I'm concerned yeah, oh, Hold on, Margie,
2: hold on. Uh, does the maker consider that a friendly amendment? Or?
22: Yeah. Bob, Or can we well, hear from you as to whether that's a friendly amendment? Thank you, Steve. Technically,
8: for- this is good. Technically, or with the point of order here, technically, it's the, uh, the committee at this point. So it would be you and Sarah you. as the chairs of the committee that would make the decision as to whether it's a friendly amendment.
22: That's true, although I would like to um, hear from Bob as to whether yeah. I don't want to forge in a, a direction that he doesn't approve of since it's his resolution. Um, okay. So, Bob, if you're
12: able to raise your hand and hear to... Robert Acosta.
19: Jeff, before Bob speaks, oh, I'll sure. add one more thing. Okay. Costs, no additional cost to the CCD.
22: Um. Okay so that's the other friendly amendment that you're proposing.
19: As part of that. Yeah, at no cost to the
0: at no additional cost to the CCB. Yes. Well, if we decided not to have a meeting there subsequently, how would there
22: be oh, additional
14: cost to the I'm CCB? I'm assuming
22: she means that they make they agree to make modifications at no cost to CCB. Correct. Ah. Charlene a
14: point point a question about that. Well, I'm right under the eighty eight, they can't charge us for modifications. They have to um anything well but fair. we could Thank always
18: Madam Chair, elect. can you hear me? So I no, know, there's, there's Bob. The Bob. Go ahead, Bob. Okay. Uh I wanted to ask the first one. You're saying did you say subsequent? In other words, if they said no, oh. we won't do it, but you no. said then we won't come back. Is that what no, you're saying? No, let trying? me let me under let me
22: Thank Okay. You. So she's offering two amendments. The first am well, slowly, yes. Please. Okay. The, the first would be that the modifications couldn't be at any cost to us. I'm assuming you. Oh, I agree with that. OK. The second is we sign the contract. They agree to do these things. We sign the contract and they don't do them. We have to have the convention just a sign contract to sign. But or, or else we go to court or whatever. So we have the convention. But then we would not have any subsequent convention there if they didn't follow through on what they were supposed to do. That's her amendment.
18: No. The first one's easy. Second one, uh, there's no punishment because you, we, we, you're saying, okay, we won't come back, and they say, good, don't come back. You know, we're not gonna. I, I don't know what to say. I know it belongs to the committee. Uh, I think Margie, some of the teeth were taken out. The author always thinks that. You know, and they, but they, a lot of good people worked on it. I'll, I'll guess I'll leave it to the committee, but I don't think that solves much. If they say no, but you're coming anyway. No, no, no. If they signed- say
22: yes, and then they don't, uh, and then we sign the contract, and then they don't
18: do it. As long as well, it's listed in the contract, name. if it's listed, if you put that clause in the contract that if hey, if you don't do it, we're not coming, we're cancel. I'd like to see you cancel, but I don't think it's practical. So, yes, I'll accept it, but I think you should put the clause in the contract.
1: Okay, yeah. that's we
22: understand that that's the view.
18: I'll take right. it. We can get. We want to set policy. We want to start policy here with uh, hard of hearing. And right. it, This is the beginning. So both of those there friendly
22: is- amendments have been accepted. Um, I, I I think we're now ready for someone who's opposed. If we have so anybody who's in favor, please lower your hands. And you guys can tell me when that is. Okay, the hands are lowered, so now we'll right. call it again. We call on those who are, anyone who is opposed can now raise their hand.
0: And Jeff, this is Judy. Let me just add in here that we will go with the awards, our wonderful awards celebration, as long as we need to, to finish it.
4: Okay. Okay. We have uh, Sh- Sheila Gunn-Cushman.
22: Okay, Sheila.
17: I don't know whether I'm considered as opposed, but if the answer to this question is not what I want to see, then I would be opposed. Um, I have disabilities where I have to not have to deal with stairs. And so I would like, t- I would like, other disabilities other than just hard of hearing to be there. Or I would like to see us be sure to be um, just fully compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act. And I do understand that we have not um, fought very hard for, in my opinion anyway, um, other disabilities than blindness when at our conventions. And so I would like to, see
22: that so this resolution is broad enough and does cover um other disabilities it it doesn't have the the person with other disabilities on the tour like it does for hearing loss but with respect to disabilities that it covers for reasonable um you know accommodations or modifications i should say it definitely covers other disabilities as well yes
17: I want to make sure that other disabilities will not be punished if we are in a hotel that doesn't work for us. I just remember the Hyatt in San Jose and I had just gotten over a broken leg and walking miles and then having to climb flights of stairs because they had no elevator.
22: Okay. Well, this resolution does is broad 100%. and covers other disabilities. Anyone else? That now now we're looking for someone in favor.
14: Charlene, Charlene, yes. I'm in favor of this because we have not done as much accommodation for people that are uh, visually um, impaired or blind and hearing impaired. We have for other um, disabilities, um, not to the extent maybe we should have, but it is covered in the ADA. And in the past, we have looked at the um, ADA access requirements um, at facilities. So. I think it's already in our policy. This is the hearing part is in addition to a policy for convention sites that we already have. Thank you.
22: Okay. Are now you we are looking. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Thank You're you very still much. Looking we're looking for someone for before, right. Yes. Anybody seeking the floor okay. who is against?
4: Oh, against. All right. No,
22: we're looking for against. <laughs> Anybody yet? Uh, Nope, it doesn't. Okay, in that case, we're going to call for the question. So, uh, on the count of three. Steph,
23: this is Christy.
22: Yes, are you an opposed or a for?
23: I am on the fence because this also should include people with diabetes. And, you know, some people dropped out of CCB because they were so upset. As to how they were treated regarding um, the diabetic um, considerations that we asked about for the convention. So let's not forget um, those folks. And I know it's broad enough, and that would be an accommodation that I would encourage.
22: Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Kristy. Okay. Uh, At this point, we will call for the question. And so on the count of three, all those in favor of the resolution, raise your hand. One, two, three. Raise your hand. As high as you can. It
4: looks like you have 60 hands so far. Okay. 61.
11: And Plus the panelists.
10: I'm getting those. Yeah, I'll get those.
22: I think we've got a pretty good number. Let's go ahead and lower hands.
10: Okay, I have 76. All
22: right. (laughs) Great. All right, all the hands are down. Okay, now all those opposed to the resolution, raise your hands. Right. One, two, three, raise your hands.
12: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that one, two, three, it's easy to say that you're going to do it and then doing it.
4: <laughs> okay, it looks like you're holding steady at two hands.
22: Okay. Uh, I Well, we'll call for abstentions because we should. Uh, so lower your hands. And the hands are down. Hands lowered, I should say. And any abstentions?
4: You are holding steady at two hands.
22: Okay. So the resolution is passed. And I'm now going to turn it back to Sarah for our final resolution of the awesome. day.
12: And before we get to our final resolution, I do want to say that we did have another resolution submitted um, by Olivia Ostergaard regarding tucking prescription labels and pharmacies and all that good stuff. And she did withdraw it because it's something that ACB is already um, working on so I just want to recognize that um Olivia Ostergaard did submit a resolution and, and it was really great um, but it uh, was already being worked on so we are going to move on to our last resolution um, so roll it Deb
2: this is resolution 2020-04 fraudulent service animals submitted by Golden State Guide Dog Handlers Incorporated Advocacy Committee. Whereas the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, and its implementing regulations, as well as California law, define the term service animal, and firmly establish the rights of service animal handlers to bring their animals into places of public accommodation. And whereas a service animal is defined as a dog or miniature horse specifically trained to perform tasks related to a person's disability and whereas emotional support or comfort animals are not specifically trained to perform tasks related to a person's disability and are therefore not considered to be service animals under the ADA and whereas many individuals falsely representing their pets or emotional support animals as service animals bring these animals into such places as restaurants, shops, and on public transit vehicles either out of ignorance or out of a conscious intent to defy rules against bringing non-service animals into places of public accommodation and whereas the presence and frequent behavioral issues of such animals in public places imposes a potential threat to the safety of genuine service dog teams contributes to public confusion as to the role and legal status of service animals in our society, and erodes the civil rights of service animal handlers, and whereas operators of businesses and other places of public accommodation often lack adequate information and guidance regarding the accommodation of service animal handlers and the proper response to individuals who wrongfully claim to have service animals, and whereas there are many business operators and medical professionals that knowingly or unknowingly aid and abet service animal fraud by providing service animal documentation or selling service animal paraphernalia to non-service animal owners now therefore be it resolved by the california council of the blind in virtual convention assembled this twentieth day of june twenty twenty that this organization assist its affiliate golden state guide dog handlers incorporated gs gdhi in developing and implementing a public education campaign that will inform public entities, including law enforcement and animal control agencies, public accommodations and commercial facilities and the general public about the correct definition of service animals and the legitimate rights and responsibilities of service animal handlers and be it further resolved that this public education campaign may involve such activities as the dissemination of information through online platforms or other means entering into partnerships with public or private entities and the seeking of grants or other revenue sources to use in the conducting of this initiative. And be it further resolved that this organization collaborate with GSGDHI and other organizations to advocate for legislative and regulatory solutions for the prevention of service animal fraud. That is the resolution. Ah,
26: And
12: thank you again, Steve. So professional. Um, The committee recommends a due pass. Can I get a second? Second. Second. All right. Thank you. Got a couple of seconds. One was Steve. I believe the other was Charlene. All right. Uh, so
0: This is, this is Judy. Yes. I'm suggesting that we only take anybody against this resolution who wants to speak.
12: Oh. That is not how we traditionally do things, but we could start yeah. with against maybe.
0: No, I'm thinking, Sarah, so overwhelming support for this. that given that it's well after three
4: well i will tell you that all the hands are now down
12: all right so do we we don't have anyone against
0: well let's we haven't officially called for against
12: so i'm officially calling if anyone is against this resolution please raise your hand
4: it does not look like you have anybody speaking out against
12: all right then jeff do you think it's okay to call
15: for the question then?
14: call for the question yep all right,
12: so we're going to go ahead then. All right, so all those in favor on the count of three, one, two, three, raise your hand.
10: You're fine, you have 75.
4: And growing. Right. You're holding steady at 65 on the audience or the participants. Yeah, 75,
10: 77.
12: 77.
4: All right. Then we can go ahead and lower hands. Okay. We'll just get, uh, I've got one hand that will not go down no matter what I do. But um, <laughs> other than that, all the hands are down.
12: All right. So then anyone opposed of this resolution, please raise your hand. One, two, three. Are we pretty steady?
4: Yeah, no, it's staying at three.
12: All right. So let's go ahead and lower those. All right. And then any abstentions, go ahead and raise your hand.
4: Okay, you have three and you are holding steady.
12: For abstention. Some people just like to do it. Okay. Rebels, right? Yeah. All right, so um, that resolution passed as well. Um, so that concludes our resolution committee report. But I would like to um, take a, take the privilege to thank the committee of course, on behalf of Jeff and I, so we have Linda Perell, Steven Mendelson, Steve Bauer, Robert Wendt, Jean Lozano, and Mr. Dave Griffith.
22: <laughs> and we're a feist group. And we loved having our open resolutions calls because we had more people than ever before listening yes. to our resolutions.
12: Yes, yes, and you know, because, you. yes, because you know we're just a bunch of nerds that you know we we like to argue about words and commas yeah. and semicolons and other things. So definitely come in and join us again.
8: And I heard a rumor that Robert was, went was up late last night waiting for a resolutions meeting.
0: Oh, was he sad? <laughs> Maybe he was arguing. Right. So, himself. do do we need a motion to accept the report of the bylaw of the? Uh, um,
5: Judy, how about say
22: without a, uh, unless there's an objection, the report of the resolutions <laughs> committee is hereby accepted.
12: Yeah. I think that sounds fantastic.
0: Okay, it's like we've been doing so many of the other things today. Unless yeah. if all hands are lowered, unless there's an objection, we accept the report of the resolutions committee.
12: I feel I feel so happy. I'm
0: finally accepted.
1: this
0: year okay, oh, okay. Uh, so i'm I'm pushing on here because we are running late, and um I did ask Lisa for a list of the convention don't um the um chapters and affiliates who didn't need door prizes, but let's have one or two before she reads that list. <laughs> Okay.
9: So the lucky number is 49, and that is Donna Pomerantz.
10: Oh.
0: Somebody is unmuted who's cheering. Yeah, I was just going to
12: mention that, Judy. I don't think it was, but it wasn't you, Sarah. I know, no, I just want to mention that because there is somebody that is unmuted on the participant side. We got I
1: it.
15: Keep hearing them.
0: Yeah. Yep, we got it. It may.
15: Yeah.
0: Um, Lisa, go for another one. Okay.
9: And the lucky number is 66. And that is Jim Chamberlain. Hey.
0: Okay, Lisa, are you ready with the list of participants so that we can uh, hear who, who donated these wonderful Amazon gift cards?
9: Yes, I am. So we have... The Acosta family donated two. Redwood Empire chapter four. Silicon Valley donated two. Orange County donated two. Bayview chapter donated two. Greater Long Beach chapter two. San Francisco chapter two. Contra Costa two. GSGDHDI, 2. Kalua 2. Greater LA Chapter, 4. Glendale Burbank Chapter, 2. Fresno Chapter, 4. Bakersfield Chapter, 4. Golden Gate Chapter, 2. ACB Capital Chapter, 4. Thank you, Chapters, for your donations for the raffles. We really appreciate
1: it.
0: And, Lisa, would you do me a favor and text Nicole and make sure she knows that they're now free to leave? if they haven't Sure. Already? Yeah.
9: yeah. Thank you. I'll be happy to do that. <laughs>
0: thank you. Okay. And thank – they may not be listening, but thank you again, staff, for all your help today. I believe we are ready to boogie and celebrate with our virtual banquet or luncheon or whatever we're going to call it. Whatever we're calling it, we're calling the master of ceremonies for the event, Mr. Larry Gassman. And, Larry, it gives me great pleasure to turn this event over to you. And I'm not on mute.
24: Thank you, Judy. And before I begin, could we take a vote? Could we see hands raised, please? No, maybe we shouldn't do that. I, I, I probably will in, in in the future probably get rid of any audio that I hear that asks, "Could we lower hands? Could we raise hands?" Oh my, fascinating! Over the last couple of days, it virtually it worked. It, it actually worked out pretty well. Um, we have a lot of different things here that are happening. And we have to get used to from a virtual perspective. One of those, for me, is that when I do events, when I MC in the past, I, I always have the benefit of a crowd of people in front of me. Now I have a computer screen that I can't see and a wall. Sing like Holly, oh, shut up and get out. I have a crowd in back of me. So if you have comments or questions or would like to heckle, you can do that as long as you mute yourself when one of our guests comes on to, to give thank yous, which is what we're really here to do. We're here to say thank you. We're here with awards. Always one of my favorite parts of any convention. So what I'm going to do is uh, we'll ask Christy Crespin to be on deck and hang on because in just a few moments we'll call you. I'm just sort of giving you a preliminary warning. And we're going to ask Linda Perel to step forward. As a part, as the chair of the publications committee, uh, uh, to go give out some some well-deserved thank yous and some awards. So, Linda, the microphone or phone, in this case, is yours.
10: She'll have to raise her hand.
24: Clap! You can clap. <laughs>
1: Yay!
24: <laughs> Get my well, brother. It was, the it was a small.
8: It was a small crowd.
24: It was we, a small it was crowd. A it's good. better it than not hearing anything. But yeah. small but thank you, Gabe.
4: Linda can now talk.
7: Hi, everybody. Um, I'm having a little technical difficulty here. I know you. Um, this is get, this gets to me. My second major embarrassment of the day. Um, I would like to have someone else go ahead of me so that I can find my file.
24: Okay. So Thank you, Larry. that's okay. So we'll make it work. Let's let's go to well. Let's do this. Um, depending on when when Linda gets back with us, at some point fairly soon after Christy, we'll hear from uh, Guillermo and membership. Not yet, but I'm just alerting you that you're you're on deck here pretty soon. And let's go to Christy Crespin, who is in charge of scholarship committee. So Christy, now the microphone is all yours. Okay. Um,
23: uh, all right. The applause hasn't stopped yet. Hang on. Oh, oh, that's
24: right. Okay, cue Christy.
23: Okay, (laughs) you're funny. Okay, so um, I'm not sure um, if any of our scholarship winners, I know one said she was going to be on. For 2019, we had four scholarship winners. Um, We have uh, Sylvia Blanco with her Master of Social Work. At California State San Bernardino. I'm going to get some of these wrong. So Camille Gilmore uh, was at Mission College and is uh, working to, toward her transfer to UC San Diego. Manjet Singh, I believe, was at California State University Los Angeles. And Ryan Walschlager is at a I can't remember. sorry. The law school in San Diego. And, you know, it's really kind of frustrating because with the COVID-19, you know, we tried to stay in touch with people, but, um, this has been really a tough year for people, uh, students in school. So uh, I'd like to, um, if, Sylvia or Manjet or Ryan or Camille, if you are here, could you please raise your hands?
4: I have Sylvia. Did you did you want them to talk or are you just having them raise their hands?
23: I'd like Sylvia to say something if she'd like to.
4: Okay. Sylvia can now talk.
7: Hello, everybody. Hi, can Sylvia. you hear me?
24: Hi, Sylvia. We hear you.
9: Well, I just want to say thank you for everything. Um, the The scholarships go a long way, um, like Christy said, uh, with um, COVID and everything going on. Any little less stress put on students, it,
27: it, it goes a long way.
9: And I just want to thank you for the help and um, for considering me for the scholarship and um, providing it for me, thank you. You're so
23: welcome. And we have nine uh, scholarship applicants this uh, 2020 slash uh, 2021 academic year. And I know some of them are, are registered for the convention. Um, I'm sorry, maybe Guillermo and other committee members can help out. But I know Sylvia, um, uh, uh, Larice Diamond, um, Megan Downing. I heard she won the second door prize yesterday. That was pretty cool. Uh, Tuan Nguyen um
6: Adrian Hermosillo
23: Adrian Hermosillo who is our alternate delegate for active blind inland valleys
6: Taylor Bentley
23: okay and and I did her, her hear her name too here um and I'm trying to I, I have a name in my head but it's not coming out Sulen Suleman
6: Oh, Jenan Suleiman.
23: Yeah. And uh, if, if I've forgotten anyone else, I'm really sorry, but uh, we're looking forward to interviewing our scholarship applicants. And uh, I thank my committee of um, Nellie Emerson, Linda Perrell, Leslie Tom. Robert Went, Guillermo Robles, Rob Turner, and did I say Robert Went? Did I get everybody?
1: Did I say Linda? I
23: did. Oh, Jessica Marquez. How can I miss you, Jessica? But we have an awesome committee. It's very enjoyable working with everybody, and it's such a pleasure to be able to meet young and. New to us uh, students and application process will open up again on February 1st, 2021. Thank
24: you. Thank you, Christy.
4: Okay. Um, Linda is now raising her hand.
24: Oh, good. I was about ready to ask. And by the way, before we get to to Linda, uh, Judy, you mentioned we might sprinkle some door prizes in. Between now and the end, so we could either do that at some point or wait to the end, but there are a lot of them to get through, so you just interrupt whenever you not during, you know, Linda, but maybe me, and just let me know.
4: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna... So we're back
24: to Linda. And Linda, you're with us?
7: To be interrupted if you, I'm happy to be interrupted if you call my number. But anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, thanks for the forbearance here. Um publications committee, for the longest time, we were giving awards for um, a lifestyle article and an advocacy article. And as time went on, those categories got more and more blended. uh, So we decided to change the criteria that we give awards for. So now we give awards. The first one is for excellence in writing. This award is presented to Christy Crespin for her article, CCB Scholarship Committee Presents the 2018-2019 Scholarship Winners. This was published in the Winter 2019 Blind Californian. And the, the other category we've created is the First Time Writing Award. So this year's First Time Writing Award is presented to Larry Gassman for his article, Memories of Camp Bloomfield, which um, appeared um, in the spring 2019 issue of The Blind Californian. Um We've also decided that um, we are no longer going to give heavy plaques that people just put in a drawer and forget to move when they move. We this we started giving a lovely um, gift uh, no certificate that is suitable for framing. You will receive that as an email attachment, and at our next publications committee meeting, because we're a little behind on this, we will be. St- settling on a gift of reading to spur you on to more writing so you will be receiving something from us um, as your reward for submitting these wonderful articles so i want to thank my committee let's see i'm gonna count them off on my fingers um mike keithley is the bc editor um susan glass is the associate editor um The new editor of Happenings is Andrea Klotz. and we also have uh, Lynn Nishihara who is our consultant on all things low vision and makes our stuff look very pretty for the sighted people who need to see it. Um, And Sarah Harris is our um, Facebook maven and let's see, who am I leaving out?
20: Um, uh, Roger.
7: Rennie? Oh, Bonnie, Bonnie Rennie. Uh, we do hope that maybe Bonnie is listening in, but uh, she has been a, a stalwart writing provider of wonderful writing over the years, and um, and our member emeritus who joins us when he can, Roger Peterson. So thank you to everyone.
24: Thank you, Linda. And
0: Larry, why don't we thank give you, Linda. door prizes now?
24: Remember, at some point, you have another fifty dollars. Ah,
0: here. wait a minute. Did you um? Did you want people to speak, Linda? Um, uh,
24: I think she's muted again. Okay. Well,
23: we did. We said thank you. Hi, huh, Larry. We did. Okay. I heard. I, I, I thought I heard you. you. It's a oh, virtual we heard thank you. you.
0: Great. Okay, and Lisa. Woo-hoo. How many how many door prizes do we have left, Lisa? Lisa uh, we have
9: we have a total of 15 left.
0: Oh, let's give a $50 one right now.
9: Oh, okay. So the lucky winner is number twenty six, and that is my fellow Fresno chapter member, Shanier Derek.
0: Hey! Great! So Woo
9: hoo! here
0: We we may give a hundred dollars at the end. I don't promise that, but oh. uh, we're not going to interrupt too many times. So let's go back, Larry, and uh, back to you, and you can decide. Uh, you can be the. You can decide throughout these next little while to ask for door prizes.
1: Oh, this is so exciting!
24: Don't let the power go to your head, Larry
22: Don't let the power go to your head
24: Time to party, Larry Absol- Absolutely <laughs> All right, well, we let's see Charlene is going to be on deck after Guillermo Guillermo is handling, of course, our membership committee as the new chairman, relatively new chairman and he has some awards to give So, Guillermo, it's all yours
6: First of all, I want to know does everybody have their virtual glass of wine? <laughs>
24: Absolutely. The bottles over there somewhere, I don't know where it is, but the wine, it's not been tasted yet, but it will be after we get off.
6: There's no off wine the here, here, but there's bound to be um uh, something a little stronger. Anyway, <laughs> good afternoon everybody. Well, it is such an honor and a privilege as your newly appointed membership chair to be able to recognize the activities of all of our chapters and affiliates publicly uh, on this forum. I want to, um, first of all, uh, say a special thanks to ACB Radio and to um, Deb Cook-Lewis and all of the people that have been here throughout the, the week to it feels like a week i'm sorry the last couple of days to help us out here uh... with this awesome virtual conference and i want to commend our family and you know for doing as our president wrote uh... on our program and that's making lemons out of lemonade i've been to a couple of uh... chapter functions and i'm really glad to see people making the best of zoom and thinking out of the box and coming up with some really good ideas Um so that's really awesome as is our custom i do have a couple of awards to present but before i make these presentations i would like to recognize um my committee members and i'm so grateful for their assistance as i uh took on the chairmanship of this committee and you know just trying to get used to how things roll and thank you for their advice and resources and collaborative efforts. They've they've all been so much appreciated. So um uh, my thanks to Artis Bazin, Christy Crespin, Larice Diamond, Doreeny Dobbins, Jessica Marquez, Joe Smith, and Vivian Younger. And um I also want to thank Gabe Griffith for, for his continued support of our committee as um an officer liaison and now for the fun part um each year a chapter affiliate is recognized for growth in membership and highest percentage in membership growth this year we have combined both awards the affiliate or chapter receiving the award is Drumroll please randolph shepherd oh. vendors of california Randolph Shepherd Vendors of California, they had a significant jump in membership. In 2009, they had 10 members. This year, they added 13 new members, bringing them to 23 members. This is a 76% increase. We commend you for your awesome efforts, and they will be getting a certificate in the mail. And the text of their certificate says California Council of the Blind recognizes Randolph Shepherd Vendors of California with for the 2020 Growth Award and 2020 Incentive Award. Most members added a 13 and highest percentage increase of 76%. This data was compiled from the 2019 2020 credentials report congratulations rsvc and if paul patchy is on um maybe you'd like to say something raise your hand okay
4: i don't think he's here
10: yeah i don't see him
6: all right well we will be getting this certificate to him um uh, to that chapter shortly the second chapter being recognized is to be commended for their outreach and education efforts in their community they came up with a project that would serve low-income families and their children in their city with help from family and friends and donations from their local target store they were able to raise enough funds to purchase toys to donate to Toys for Tots for distribution to families in need it is our privilege to name the ACB Capital chapter as CCB's chapter of the year their certificate reads chapter of the year awarded to ACB Capital chapter the 2020 California Council of the Blind Chapter of the Year Award is presented to the ACB Capital Chapter for outstanding outreach efforts through their Toys for Tots Giving Project, which serve low-income children and their families. We honor this chapter for its commendable contributions to their local community. Awarded on June 20th of 2020 by the California Council of the Blind Membership Committee. If Regina Brink is with us. Um, I'd ask her to raise her hand and maybe say a few words.
4: Okay, I have a Regina and Regina can now talk.
26: I think I'm unmuted now. There you are. Am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Okay, thank you. I'm talking. Um, thank you very much. We are very honored to accept this award. I'm actually very surprised. And I um, I just really want to honor the whole chapter because it was a commitment chapter of the whole chapter. It was a commitment of all of the chapter members. I want to especially recognize the committee with Margie Donovan, uh, Terry McDonald, Leslie Tom, we also had help from Robin Patchy, Joni Patchy, Paul Patchy Jr., uh, and some family and friends of people in the chapter, and some church groups and local chiropractors, and it was just a whole wonderful outreach, and I just thank you, and we're very honored.
6: Great, thank you and congratulations. Before I, I leave you, I do have a, a word of encouragement. Um, and with the current pandemic situation, uh, we really have seen the, the power of Zoom and just um, the possibilities that it's opened up. So I really encourage you to keep reaching out to people, Uh, to promote growth. Keep doing it. Um, If anything, I'm I'm seeing that these calls, that these meetings that I've attended have really fostered an awesome partnership. And also just because we're sheltering in place doesn't mean that we can't come up with some type of a community event. So I would really encourage you to to really think out of the box and um, come up with some really good ideas for consideration for next year. Thank you so much.
24: Thank you, Guillermo. Uh, We'll call on Charlene in just a few moments with regard to CCB awards. But before we do that, if Lisa is lurking anywhere in proximity, maybe we can ask her to do a couple of door prizes.
9: Sure, I can do that for you. Thank you. So the lucky number is two fifteen. Let's wait the list, which is Vivian Younger.
24: Yay, Vivian. Woohoo! Yay! Yay. Vivian. All right. It, sometimes it pays to register late. <laughs> 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 I can say that because I've known her for like forty years
0: i think i think that just means that v and y are at the end of the alphabet larry because we've got the names alphabetized by first name
9: (laughs) so you want to do another one let's do one more sure okay and uh, the wheel spins number 139, which is Nicolette Noyes,
24: N-O-Y-E-S. Yay, Nicolette.
1: Yay. Cool. woo
24: <laughs> I have a feeling there'll be more prizes. So hang on, don't go anywhere. Thank you, Lisa. Let's... Oh, where'd you
8: get that feeling, Larry?
24: uh i i don't well, where did i get it yeah well they've got to be more there are more <laughs> prizes so there have to be more it's that simple well, i was never really good in math but i saw I in his that head out. yeah <laughs> i do hear voices and i think it's because of a headset on i think that's why so now uh this is this is the part that's always kind of fun um over the last few years uh it's interesting to see what happens when CC, CCB awards are given, and so I'm looking forward to this because some very deserving people are going to get some awards. And to do that, uh, we're going to call on on Charlene Ornelas to give those awards. So, Charlene, you're uh, you're on. Your microphone is yours.
14: Thank you. I would also like to thank my committee members, which are um, Frank Welty and Anthony Cigarola. Um, we also had Judy uh, Wilkinson and Gabe Griffith, who were on our committee. Uh, we will be sending out the certificates like the others are and not the plaques this year. And so the first one we are awarding is our legislative award being given to Assemblymember Tom Lake- Lake- Lackey. He's with the 36th um, district um, in, in the legislature. And this is for his outstanding work in sponsoring legislation to enhance laws protecting service animal owners whose dogs are attacked by pet owners. The California Council of the Blind um, is awarding um, a, our assembly member, um, Tom Lackey, the 36th District of the Legislature um, for the year. Um, legislator of the Year Award, Mr. Lackey, um, did uh, follow. Um, Oh, did not allow, sorry, the governor's uh, veto of his first effort to, uh, um, on this topic, pursuant to AB 1865, to deter him from tackling this uh, problem. Instead, in, in 2019, he authored AB 169, which was signed by Governor Newsom, California's um, guide dog handlers are extremely thankful for the hard work of assembly member Lackey and his staff. And we asked that he would be on, um, be able to attend the call. And my understanding is he, he was able to or somebody from his office. So do you have anything to say?
11: I don't see him in the uh panel in the panelists list so apparently he either couldn't make it or I don't know
4: I don't see him in the attendees either
14: right well we're about 45 minutes late so assembly people are legislative people are very busy people then our next one is our merit award Uh, Ronald um, Staley was born on August excuse me let's start again was born on April 9th 1947 he left us this earth on February 22nd, 2020. I just, Ron was a true champion for the blind. He was a friend um, to many and was always ready to help a person in need. He, We shall always recognize and remember that Ron prevented the closure of the Orientation Center for the Blind in Albany, California through his skillful negotiation efforts as the president of the OCB Alumni Association. Ron Staley uh, will be greatly missed. He made a difference. Merit Award presented by the California Council of the Blind at the virtual convention June twentieth, 2020. Whatever obstacles, oh, so that ended it, 2020. I'm missing the name. Well, let's see if Sue is
0: with us on the line. Sue Staley, uh, Ron's wife. We hope she's with us.
4: Okay. Uh, Is it possible that she dialed in? Yes, that's her. Yes,
0: she would be a dial in.
4: Okay. She can now talk.
5: I'd like to thank everybody. Um, This was kind of a tough year. Um, Ron, of course, died a week before the virus, so that was kind of... But he did... If um, this is kind of difficult because it's been kind of short, but he did always fight for blind people, and even toward the end in the hospital, he was still fighting for blind people. Um, we always had many chapter meetings here, and for those of you who know us, we've been in the organization a long time. And for those who also know us, he loved his barbecuing, which many people in california have enjoyed uh i'm still going i live in oregon where it only rains 364 days a year and i still continue and will all both of us will always continue to the work of the blind and the california council where i got my started with working with the california council and robert acosta which i very thank him for um you know, recognizing me and giving me a start. But remember, we will always advocate for the blind and he will be missed by a lot of friends. Thank you.
14: Thank you. Our next award is a merit award. And it I'm going to save the name so it'll be a, super, um, a surprise. Whatever obstacles and challenges life has uh, thrown her way She has served the blind and low vision community um, consistently for more than 40 years, an extraordinary and outstanding uh, commitment. She sees her role as an educator and service provider, um, less like jobs and more as responsibilities. Her dedication, reliability, and absolute joy for extending hope to newly blind and physically disabled individuals provide just a few reasons why I'll give her name Vivian Younger deserves to receive the CCB humanitarian award awarded this 20th um this 21st or 20th day I'm sorry of 2020 at our virtual convention Congratulations, Vivian!
11: Uh, hooray, Vivian.
14: Is Vivian on the line?
4: She is, and she can now talk.
14: Hi,
10: Vivian.
24: Well, almost.
10: She needs to <laughs> unmute herself.
24: Mm-hmm.
8: She, she can now talk. We just can't hear her yet.
10: True. <laughs> That's
15: right.
24: We may have to go to her house.
15: <laughs> Hello. There you
14: are. Can you hear me now? Yes. Congratulations.
15: Uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, I don't know what to say except thank you. And um, I uh, really, really just, you know, what CCB does for so many visually impaired people, it's uh, you know, when I came to the organization, I says, oh, this place is just for me because it, uh, the organization is exactly why I do what I do and how come I like to see a person, you know, they, they meet a blind person or they have received the service and have benefited from like where I work, which is the Vista Center for the Blind. And uh, just doing that makes it worth living for me. So thank you so much. And,
14: um, I'm marching forward to keep
1: going,
14: so thanks again. Thank you. Our next person is, um, gets the humanitarian ward and he's an um, employee in the community. Um, Ivy Bennett, an employee at the Fresno talking book library, has provided irreplaceable services to the blind community in the Fresno region by continuing Um, to process over 10,000 book orders uh, for patrons who had no other means of accessing talking books since April 1st, 2020, no joke. Um, While the library has been closed during the COVID uh, 2019 uh, pandemic, we honor Mr. Bennett's tenacity, resourcefulness, and dedication to serving the blind community um, services award, the blind community services award is presented by the California Council of the Blind in virtual convention, June 20th, 2020. And is he on the call at all? I don't know if he knew he was getting it or not.
4: Uh, Does not look like it, but we can give it a minute. Okay I'm gonna say no
14: okay I'm just, okay I will proceed on to the next one. This one is Shannon mohol um 88 corner for the city of Fresno has shown an unmeasurable level of dedication to increase access and independence for people who are blind or low vision in in Fresno She has um, ensured that the um concerns and ideas of people who are blind or have low vision have been included in the development of major projects in the city um, such as the city's website, bus ticket vending machines, and security procedures at City Hall. We acknowledge Shannon for her dedicated dedication, passion for access and all-around kindness. The Humanitarian award is presented Uh, by the California Council of the Blind um, at this virtual convention, June 20th, 2020. And I don't know if she
4: she is on the line and she can now
28: talk. Hi, this is Shannon. Can you hear me? Yes, Yes. we can. Uh, Well, thank you, CCB, for this honor. But uh, really, the award goes to you, Community of Advocates. Um, <laughs> you know, I was uh, recently reading uh, disability rights activist uh, Judy Heumann's memoir, and she says in it, ignoring silences people. It intentionally avoids resolution or compromise. And I, I really think that my job is simple. It's to listen. It's to listen. Uh, there's this line in the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness, that I just love where they say, listening is loving. and And I think that's really what's happening here is that You, as CCB leadership, you listen to your members in your community and then take action to push for positive change. And so my hope for all of CCB is that throughout the state, you encounter others who believe, like I do, that listening is loving. And the first step in action is really hearing the community needs. Listening is loving. Um, But we know that's not enough, right? We also need to be willing to take the next step to partner in developing solutions that truly improve access for civic life for all. Um, <laughs> I, I wanna say thank you, CCB advocates for your tireless efforts coming to the table with me at time and time again, talking about the needs in your community and giving folks like me the opportunity to listen. It's because of your willingness to engage in solution focused conversation and, and your grit and that communities across the state are experiencing true change um, let, let's keep this conversation going within our spheres of influence because, you know, we still have work to do for disability civil rights. It, listening's not enough, right? We've got to be able to take action, um, because listening is loving. And for me, I'm going to continue to do the best I can to listen and respond to what you're telling me. What needs to happen for this community? Um, I just want to say thank you for this award for giving me the opportunity to serve the community, and more importantly for that critical role that you play in shaping what's going to happen generations to to come. So thank you again. And thank you for that opportunity to listen.
14: Thank you. You see
0: why we, you see why we gave her this award. Look at at what she just did. She turned that back around. That's, that's Shannon for you. I just had to jump in to say that.
14: OK, our next person first joined um, CCB in 1976 after a number of years in Fresno, where she learned her master's or earned, excuse me, and learned her master's degree in social work. She became an active member of the Orange County chapter in 1989. Since then, she has served in multiple roles in the chapter, including president and secretary. For many years, this person was a member of the CCB scholarship committee in her role as chair of the seniors with low vision loss committee. She was able to combine her commitment to advocating for and educating members of this um, important target population for CCB with her love of writing and her energetic per- Participation on the CCB Publications Committee. As part of her work with these two committees, she was instrumental in the creation of um, and publication of two books aimed at assisting those persons experiencing low vision and their families. Failing sight and the family plight, and um, have and have a happy life as a senior losing or or without vision. Therefore, Bonnie Rennie is an accomplished writer and poet who has contributed extensively to the blind Californian um, over the past three years. Recently, she was um, served as president of California Library Users of America under her leadership The affiliate was engaged in strong advocacy efforts on behalf of the library funding, as well as conducting a number of enjoyable book sharing phone discussions. In 2007, she traveled to Washington DC as part of California's delegation to the American Council of the Blind annual legislative seminar and visited with several of our state um, congressional representatives. Throughout her time in a in CCB, Bonnie has been a voice of consideration and reason, a quiet and steady person, contributing her time and talent to a variety of projects. Distinguished Service Award presented by the California Council of the Blind at this convention, a virtual convention, June twenty uh, twelve, yeah, twenty twenty, oh, too many twenties, June twentieth. Twenty
1: twenty, congratulations!
8: Yay, Bonnie!
4: Bye, bye. you want to call Bonnie? Well
24: deserved.
4: Does not look like. I don't think
24: she's on the phone. Okay. No.
14: Okay, that is the end of my. Hello.
24: Can you hear oh. me?
25: This, this is your assembly member uh, Tom Lackey. Oh, hello, Tom yes hi just just so you know i've been on for the last hour so it doesn't like we haven't oh. been listening but we've been uh, suffering from some technical uh, impediment that allowed us to to be heard and i just want to take just a couple seconds and say thank you to ccb for this great honor i i don't know if you realize it but it was actually two vetoes that we suffered uh, before we actually had success jerry brown okay. actually uh, vetoed it twice and uh, we finally were successful with the new governor. And uh, we had a lot of a great cooperation with uh, Margie Donovan, and she was she was a great uh, part of our successful remedy to this uh, very important issue. And we couldn't be more proud to be part of it. And thank you for all you do.
14: And thank you very much for all of this. It, um, I'm also a guide dog handler who's actually lost a guide dog to it being uh, having been attacked as a puppy in train. Uh, while he was training to become a guide dog. So um, I know the value of this um, law. Well,
25: it was an Uh, honor to partner with you.
14: So thank you so very much. And that is the end of my report. Uh, Charlene? Yes. I think I'm missing one. Hang on. I think you do. Yes, I know which one I'm missing. I got to find it. Do you happen to, I know I sent it to you. Do you have it, Judy? I am not sitting any. No, I don't. Uh, I'm no, no, not let, sitting at
0: my computer. So we're going to come back to you, Charlene, because yeah, I know who you is. have an important award to still give. Right. So me, we'll come back to you in a minute. Let me do a search here. Okay. and I'll get it.
24: Shall we go to Lisa? Yes. Okay.
0: Sorry, Larry. I'm buttoning in here, but I—that's that's okay. I couldn't uh, let Charlene. I, I had mm. to.
24: Well, you know what's you know what's happening and what's going on and what should be presented.
0: And you know, and I still so, get know, to stomp on people. For absolutely, and
24: maybe even after you're done stomping, you can still stomp. <laughs> Especially if it's Gabe. So before we, we'll come back to Charlene and Lisa. G- G-
8: Gabe will need a lot of stomping on.
0: <laughs> okay, Lisa, we need some door prizes. Yes.
15: Okay,
9: so- like,
0: hey, I'm spinning the wheel. And
15: the
9: lucky number is twenty nine. And that is Christine Goiner.
24: Yay, Christine.
0: Okay, hey, let's do another one later. Hey,
1: where's the cheerleaders? Hey <laughs> <laughs>
15: I love that virtual.
1: I
24: can't tell if that's a cheer <laughs> yeah. or a, that's a beer. Virtual, that's a virtual <laughs> crowd, and there are more a, people in that crowd than there will be at most NFL or NBA bra. or Major League Games. It you
1: know, we Bronx could develop an an app a app for
0: the next convention. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, let's do another one. Okay. The number is
9: 153, and that is Peter Pardini. Okay. Yay Peter. Yay. Yay, Peter.
0: See, whether you do last name or first name, Peter can, you know, be yeah. kind of in the middle there. <laughs> Charlene, did I hear you say you have found your missing file?
14: Yeah, Um. I have Elaine Lee. I don't think I gave hers. And then I have one other one that I have here. Yes, you need
0: to do that when you shouldn't have given it away. But anyway, go ahead and read that one.
14: Sorry about that. I did. Um. I'll go ahead and say her name, Elaine, Elaine, I guess, Ellie, 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 okay, Uh, Lee for the humanitarian award. Um, Ellie Lee came to the San Francisco, to San Francisco from Hong Kong as a small child. She graduated from San Francisco State University in the late 1980s with a master's degree in special education. She has spent her entire career with the San Francisco Unified School District as a teacher of the visually impaired and an orientation and mobility specialist, and has been active um, in statewide organizations um, in these fields. Ellie uh, was a counselor at Enchanted Hills Camp. Spent many summers in Los Angeles volunteering at the uh, program for deaf persons. Ellie. Um, activities in CCB began as a member of the student affiliate um, while she was at San Francisco State. She has been an active member of the San Francisco chapter for um, a, a library and she helped with their um, braille efforts Um And she has support fundraising efforts um, as well um, efforts with the braille boards at our convention um, exhibit tables. Her commitment to the organization um, exemplified by the fact that she and her husband, Frank acquired a van in large part to transport people to and from chapter activities. Whenever whenever a need arise, you can always count upon. Um, uh, don't. Um, um, I am trying to figure this. One. Anyway, from family about church providing a meaningful and um, interactive learning for children with disabilities and being. Um, in service to others. For many years, she has taught Sunday school for young children. Ellen's latest uh, tremendous accomplishment has been introducing creative ways to teach ONAM um, visually uh, to children during shelter in place. She is one of the most talented and uh, dedicated TVI and mobility ONAM. Um, teachers because of the way she interacts with people. Ellie always sees the person with their accomplishments and uh, potential first and disability second. Her continuous, humble, caring and effective service um, is above and beyond. And we are grateful to have Ellie as an outstanding member of the CCB. So she is being awarded the uh, what? trying to get to the award. Humanitarian Award, this 20, 20th day, 2020, by the California Councils of Blind Assembled in Virtual Convention. And congratulations.
1: And and congratulations, congratulations, Ellie.
0: <laughs> Yay. I, yeah. I hope <laughs> Ellie is with us.
8: Ellie, are you there?
4: I know her chapter. It lots of her chapter members are. Look like it.
27: Oh, there oh, she oh, is. Oh, there it is. Hey.
4: And she can now talk.
26: Can you hear
27: me? Yeah. Yes, I, can. Can I hear Rob's voice.
11: You did indeed, Ellie. Oh. I'm right here with you.
27: My Vita told me that someone in our chapter won the award, so I'm here to support her. I guess I'm supporting myself. <laughs> so, uh, I've been with CCB for 35 years, start with Rob Turner, so I'm so glad he's here, um, and I've been teaching for 32 years, and in all the 32 years, the CCB has been so supportive of my students, uh, providing them materials and equipment, but most important, by the role model. I tell all my students about my CCB friends, and, um, and they are just such great role models, uh, Winifred Downing, I missed her so much. My students know her as Braille Grandma. We go visit her and whenever I have a question or feeling low, she always knows what to say. Um, I got a few phone calls this, this uh, uh, last couple of months. I have two students going to UC Berkeley and one go to Harvard. Beautiful. I have another student that just raised um, that we gave a um, equipment to. He just lost the rest of his vision. And he just raised $1,214 for the Boys and Girls Club. So I am so proud to be a member of CCB. Thank you.
14: You're very welcome. Thank Thank you.
1: you,
14: Oh, Ellie, we're so proud of you. Okay. I do have one more. This also is a humanitarian award. This person is a person to go to when assistance or anything else Um, was needed in her chapter. No job was too small or too big. This person became a very important member of her chapter. For the past two years, she has been doing an outstanding job keeping track of the finances of the CCB. She has been able to uh, find important financial information whenever needed. Uh, Her reports have been well presented um, through the um, thorough and presented in a timely manner, she's also used her talents in other ways, assisting president um, and office with CCB matters. So the California Council of the Blind therefore presents the humanitarian award this twentieth day of June assembled in convention virtual convention to Lisa Presley Thomas. Congratulations! Yes. Woo, yeah. Woo.
24: Yeah. All right. You win a door prize. Yeah. Yeah, you win a oh, door prize.
9: I <laughs> am absolutely speechless. Um, thank you. I, I, I like have no words, but thank you. I, I mean, to be recognized for something that I have only been doing for a few years. I mean, I'm. It's just in my nature to help. Um, especially when it comes to the council. Um, I really have to thank my parents for that, for for being a part of this organization and making sure that we grew up in it. So I'm absolutely speechless. Thank you so much.
14: You're very welcome. Wow. Congratulations. That does does now officially complete the um, awards presentations. Thank you.
24: And before I send it back to Judy, I think, Lisa, you have something else to read. Am I correct? Uh,
1: she may you may not. The
0: price? No, Lisa, we we want to. We, it's your turn to ask for money.
1: Oh, right. Actually,
24: I, you don't actually probably need to even read it. You could probably do it by heart. You,
0: if you can recognize those who have made donations and ask if they want to say anything more. And then, of course, you it'll be your wonderful opportunity to see if anyone here uh, has further donations to the organization. I've now said it for you because I, <laughs> I know you're still reeling Really? You know, see, even, even, even giving her an award, we turn around 30 seconds later, expect Ask her to process that, yep. and then be ready to go right on to the next thing. Is that,
9: yeah, you know... Yeah. That
8: Lisa, is, Lisa, just act so like so nothing funny. happened.
9: <laughs>
1: yes.
9: I'm, I'm just completely off of my game. I'm just so confused. Right <laughs> okay, let me, let me get my bearings here and get on the right sheet. But yes, we definitely want to recognize uh, the generous chapters and affiliates who made donations um, to us. So I am going to read off um, those uh, names. The San Francisco chapter made a generous donation of $200 to our general fund. Kalua made a generous donation of $200 to the general fund. G-S-G-D-H-I made a very generous donation of $500 to the general fund. Contra Costa County, a generous donation of $30 to our scholarship fund. Silicon Valley Chapter, a generous donation of $200 to the scholarship fund. And then I also have a note from Nicole that they paid for three students for convention registration. Uh, The Fresno chapter, which I'm very proud, uh, made a generous donation of $500 to the general fund. ACB Capital chapter, thank you for your generous donation of $100 to the scholarship fund. Golden Gate chapter, another generous donation of $100 to our scholarship fund. ACB Capital Chapter, $100 to our scholarship fund. Active Blind Inland Valley made a generous donation of $100 to the scholarship fund, as well as a generous donation of $150 to the Ellen Murphy Fund for a total in chapter and affiliate donations of $2,180. So happy for that. Thank you all so much for that generous donation. Um, You know, we just couldn't be able to to make it without the donations that we get at convention and throughout the month. So thank you so much. Um, If there is a chapter or affiliate that made a donation prior to today um, that I did not mention Please raise your hand to be recognized so that we can add it. These are only for donations that were made prior to today. Uh,
4: Okay. We have a Chris. uh...
0: Kendrick?
2: Yes. And and this is Steve Bauer. I don't know if I can raise my hand, but I'd like to get in the queue also.
9: Okay. Okay. We'll start with Chris since he was in there first.
2: Okay. Chris
4: can now
22: talk. Hi. Uh, I thought Greater Bakersfield Council, uh, not I thought, the Greater Bakersfield Council of the Blind also donated $100. Um,
9: and that was that to General Fund, the Scholarship Fund?
22: I thought it was to General Fund.
9: Okay. I will make a note of that, and I will uh, check with Nicole to see if she received that donation. Um, you know what? If- she,
22: she may have earmarked that as door prizes. But um, but if that was your mark for door prizes, we'll do another hundred dollars from our chapter.
9: Oh, thank you. I do. I do have a hundred dollars for door prizes. But if you're making an additional hundred, I will note that. Thank you so much, Chris. And thank you, Bakersfield chapter.
22: Great. Thank you. Uh,
4: Okay, and then we have the person that. Steve Bauer? Has
2: to be yeah. Like, yes. yeah, this is Steve Bauer. I think this was set up with Nicole, but uh, in any case, uh, Greater Los Angeles is um, giving $1,000 to the CCB General <laughs> Fund and $1,000 to the Scholarship Fund. Um, it's kind of the reason why we have our fundraisers to put forth, uh, you know, in, in addition to stuff that we're able to do locally, but uh, what happens on the state level is really important, so uh, we're uh, able to do that this year.
9: Wow, that is amazing, Steve. Greater LA, that is just awesome. That's awesome. So Thank I have guys. noted the $1,000 to the general fund, 1000 to the scholarship, um, and I will make sure that Nicole has it noted uh, so we can look for that donation if she hasn't already received it. Thank you so much.
2: Sounds what? good. Thank you. Okay.
9: This is Diane Deutsch, president of Redwood Empire Chapter. We donated
5: $100 to the general fund. At least I think that's
1: where
9: it went. I am making a note of that. Thank you to um, the Santa Rosa Chapter, my hometown. (laughs) So I made a note of that, Diane, and again, I will check with Nicole and uh, see what she has on her end for these donations that I don't have noted, when I verify with Nicole, um, her, either her or I will reach out to your treasurer or representative to make sure that we have everything clarified.
0: And if we accidentally you, Lisa, gave, uh, them, and if we accidentally gave them away as door prizes, I'm sorry, Diane. I'm just just want to say, <clears> that if if that was our mistake, then obviously, uh, you know, we 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 realize we'll we'll take care of that.
5: We we sent a hundred dollars for door prizes, but you noted that. <clears throat> but okay. I'll check with that picture to make sure she uh, wrote the check and sent
4: it to you.
9: Okay, Th- thank you, Diane. You're welcome.
4: And that's Do you all you have of anyone hands. Else?
0: <laughs> now, Lisa, go ahead, and maybe there are people that haven't, you know that that are here now. Let's see if there's anybody else, just in general, who'd love to give us
13: money.
9: so are there any other chapters affiliates or individuals that would like to make a donation at this time and be recognized if so please raise your hand
4: can now talk
25: okay this is earl rab from contra costa and i would like to donate 200 dollars
9: Thank you, Earl. And is that going to go to the general fund or the scholarship?
1: General fund. Okay.
0: Boy, the Thank general you, fund. Really, not that we don't need scholarship money, but we really—it's wonderful when the money comes into right now into our general fund. Okay. Is there
9: anybody else that would like to uh, give a generous donation?
4: Yes. Next, we have Connie Bateman. And Connie, you can now talk.
15: Hi, can you hear me?
29: We can. Oh, good. Um, My husband, Ron Bateman, passed away um, on December 27th, 2019. And I would like to personally thank Regina Brink, Jeff Tom, um, Margie Donovan, and Gene Lozano for those wonderful tributes to my husband, Ron. Um, We set up an estate plan and trust. And we and one of the charities that, we're don't, that we would be donating to is CCB, uh, but that would be when I'm gone. But I was w- wondering, rather than waiting until I leave this earth, would it be possible to donate a hundred dollars to the scholarship fund on, uh, in honor of my husband Ron Bateman?
9: Absolutely.
29: Okay, Absolutely. that I, I think he would be. He's smiling up there now. I think he would think because he was a teacher. He was a special ed teacher and I just retired from my teaching job, teaching English to adult immigrants. We were both teachers and I think he would really think this was a good idea. So um, yes, I would like to donate $100 to the scholarship fund um, in honor of my much loved husband, Ron Bateman, who I miss, miss very much. Thank you so much.
9: Thank, thank you, Connie. We thank appreciate Connie. That appreciate
0: is, that yeah. in, in in honor of your husband. Thank you. And Connie, thank you for letting us know about your estate planning. That is so helpful because now we will have you in our system, and we can appreciate you while you while you are with us. And so uh, we really appreciate that you know that you're letting us know that.
4: Okay. And next we have David Jackson. And David, you are now able to talk.
13: Thank you. So both my wife, Paula, and I would like to donate to the general fund fifty dollars.
9: Thank you, Jackson. We appreciate it. And that's <laughs> more.
3: You're more than welcome.
9: <laughs> and that that was to the general fund you said?
3: That is to the general fund.
9: Okay. Thank you. Is there anybody else that would like to make a donation at this time?
1: Oh,
4: okay. Yes, we do.
19: Hi, uh, my name is
10: Larry Hall from the Redwood Empire Chapter in Santa Rosa, and I would like to
21: donate $75 to the general fund.
9: Way to represent Santa Rosa. Thank you so much, Larry. I love this. This is my favorite part. Do we have anybody else with their hand raised to be recognized?
4: Okay. Oh, we do have someone. We have, it just says Anthony, and... Uh, Anthony, you can now talk.
24: I would like to donate $50 to the general
1: fund.
0: Thank you so much, Anthony. Thank you. An- this
9: is Anthony Signorelli, correct?
1: Yes. Yes.
9: Thank you, Anthony. So,
4: oh, I- okay. We have Vivian Younger.
9: Hi, Vivian.
4: And Vivian can now talk
15: there. am I? Can you hear me? We can. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to add to my donation. I already made a donation, but I wanted to add
9: $75. Thank you, Vivian. We appreciate that. I saw your donation with your registration, and just adding to that okay, is just a you. great thing. So thank you so much.
19: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we never want to cut off people wishing to donate, but it may be that we've come to the end of the uh, rainbow here. uh, Uh,
4: Well, we have one more.
0: Oh, well.
4: Hold on, Judy.
21: (laughs) Uh, Yes, hi. This is Maureen from the Bayview chapter. And. Hi, and um, Mike Gorman and I would like to make a donation of $500 to the general fund, please. Wow!
15: That is great.
9: Maureen, what is your last name? I'm sorry.
21: Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-Z.
9: Thank you.
21: That is great. Thank you. Um, I would have uh, been delegate, but because of my job as an essential worker in Alameda County, I wasn't able to. But I wanted to say what has been happening here, this convention is just absolutely amazing. I'd like to also thank Deb Lewis for the amazing work that she's
0: done throughout this weekend. Thanks, Maureen. It's, uh, this is Maureen. Is from Bayview Chapter, I'm, and uh, she served as president. And we know, Maureen, you you have been delegate before, and I'm, the fact that you are doing essential work is very, very important. And we we're very proud of you for that.
21: Well, I I really appreciate the work you've been doing, and it's just the the whole preparation this thing took. I can only imagine. Thank you
9: again, Maureen. All
1: right.
9: Oh. Okay. So, do we have anybody else for one last time?
21: Yeah, I'd like to donate fifty dollars to the general fund. Nancy Unger.
9: I'm sorry, I didn't text the name. What was your name again?
0: Nancy Unger, U N G A R, donating fifty dollars to the general fund.
9: Thank you, Nancy. We appreciate it. Welcome. I think, Judy, we, and I'm not going to say any names or anything, but I think that um, I just want to thank and recognize um, the board members. There were um, quite a few board members that made very generous donations um, in the last few weeks. So um, thank you, officers. Thank you, board members.
0: Okay, Lisa, thank you. All right. Larry, back,
15: back to you. Do you want a grand total? Yes. Yes.
9: The grand total is $5,480.
0: That's just this afternoon? Amazing.
9: That is from this afternoon and the chapters and affiliates that donated okay. in the last week or so.
0: Right. In other words, for people who were, were assuming that they were donating kind of at the convention. That's Correct. wonderful. Yep, Can yep. we have
9: that number again? $5,480. $5, so without doing the math, when you add that with our donations made at registration, registration fees, um, the don- generous donation from Vanda, we're at
0: over $13,000
1: But we don't
11: don't count donations
0: at convention to actually as official convention. That's actually kind of separate, but it's still an astonishing number.
24: Well, thank you so much for allowing me to do this, Judy. It was much fun and very enjoyable. And I think I'm done, and we're going to turn things back to you.
8: I think before we let Larry go, I think he should call for one more door prize.
24: Do you think so? Wait a should. minute. Lisa, are you still are you still around and about? I'm here. Um, now, he now that
8: Lisa now that Lisa's taken in a lot, I think we can have her give away something.
24: Let's give a couple away.
9: Yeah. Okay. Give a couple away. Okay. Let's spin the wheel
15: here.
9: So, the lucky number is 122 and that is Matt Sid I can never say his last name. Siddlinger. I'm sorry, Matt. So sorry, Matt. I still love you. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <Woo-hoo>!
0: <laughs> that Fresno guy,
8: right?
15: That, that, yeah. Fresno that, guy.
8: <laughs> Don't worry, Lisa. He'll get back at you at your next chapter meeting in-person that, chapter meeting.
9: I can never say his last name. Okay, let me spin the wheel again here.
22: Wheel of Fortune. <laughs>
24: Thank you, Vanna White. That's
9: right. <laughs> the lucky number is seventy-seven, which is Joe Green.
1: Hey, hey, hey Joe!
0: Ah, oh, we know Joe.
22: We even give it uh, money to Laker fans in this organization,
24: and there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonders never seen. <since. laughs>
0: Larry we're going to have you back to do this when you can do it in person you're just too good a resource we're going, to, we're going to get you back to do this MC thing when you can no, no, really no. What, what you're really me.
24: saying is you're going to have me back until I get it right I think that's yeah. what you're saying say. yeah. <laughs>
8: you just better not get it right for a <laughs> <Yeah>. long time <laughs> Exactly. Yes.
24: good
9: job Larry
24: thank you Sarah Okay. So we have
9: set four door prizes left, just just well, so you know, Judy and well, and- let's
0: give let's give two fifties. Uh, let me just think. Is that so far as I know, this really seriously will be the um, the last. Uh, this, we, we, so far as I know, we don't have any other business to come before this convention, and um, let's have any. Comments from the panel? Um, have we forgotten anything? Have we got anything left to do?
4: Okay. Um, I do have one person who is raising their hand. I think okay. they might want to make a donation. Actually, uh, they they probably we've got two people. Says, go, what's ahead
0: and, uh, go ahead and recognize them. Okay. It Mandy? says
4: Matthew. And Matthew, you and I let to talk.
0: Oh. Hey, Matt, Matthew. It's
6: okay. I just wanted to tell, say, Lisa, thank you, but I'm not going to get you back at the next chapter meeting. I love you.
0: <laughs> okay. okay, I love you too, Matt. <laughs> okay, so, Lisa, let's go ahead and have two $50 door prizes.
9: Okay, doing big money here.
15: Big
16: money, big money, big money. No
9: way, no whammy. No no no
15: <laughs> double, 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 double,
9: double. <laughs> the next number is 91, and that is Catherine Johnson. <laughs> Woohoo!
1: Yay. Yay!
9: Our good member from Colorado. <laughs> So congratulations! Oh,
24: That's
22: like fifty bucks. I think she's from Washington. Actually.
24: Oh, is oh is? you're right. Oh no. Yes, oh, she he
22: moved. No, I think oh, she moved is in Colorado. She's in Colorado. Colorado. She's Colorado. Yeah, she's Colorado.
6: Yeah. She's Colorado. <laughs> Although we could consider her a Colorado.
24: Ah, uh, <laughs> she does. That's is this what we're all going to have to contend with on the
1: board? <laughs> <laughs> <Good grief>. Okay. <laughs> Again,
0: let's. <laughs>
15: Having entirely
0: too, too much. This is not the hospitality party yet. This is just our normal. Speaking,
1: getting, speaking, close. speaking
8: of which, if I may jump in real quick, everybody remember that we have a hospitality time tonight. Just in case you have not spent enough time on Zoom today, we do invite you back for uh, hospitality. That's uh, it.
24: If you registered, you got something from right. us already.
8: Yes.
1: yes. yes. But, yes. but you got to bring your to own the convention. Stuff.
8: <laughs> That's right. It's a BYOB hospitality night.
0: It's uh, <laughs> a BYOE. Dave, as your time. president, I have one favor. <laughs> Could you shoot me the link? Cause I'm not sure I can find it.
8: No.
1: <laughs> All right,
8: everybody, that is your outgoing president. <laughs> okay. She's already he lost person. her link.
10: Is, I think
0: we're up to 10. Hey, Judy, I certainly is... don't want to miss my chance at the at the hospitality
1: party. <laughs>
0: this is Christy. Lisa, let's have this that
1: Christy. last I, Oh, yes, Christy? Christy?
23: So I just wanted to, for the public, for all out there, um, do we know anything about when our next convention is going to be just so that everybody's on the same page as to what's going on with it?
1: We have no clue. It, no it
8: will be in clue. 2021. That, that's <laughs> about as close as I can narrow it down for you right now, Christy. We, on we a day that ends with Y, <laughs> one yes. of those. That's right.
12: Maybe even two or three days that end with Y. <laughs> Maybe.
8: Maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> and on a day that the sun will rise in the east.
10: <laughs> and set in the west.
8: By the way, okay. happy
6: solstice. Yes, we had summer know. at about that- two forty-five. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, two forty. Okay, Lisa. Let's right. give away this last fifty dollars. Okay, fifty bucks. Let's spin the wheel.
9: And oh, man, we no, have no, 161. Yeah, and that is meat patty for the puppy.
1: Someone I admire, Rob Turner. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. oh that's
11: amazing. <laughs> he deserves it. He works. Oh, hard. that's really something. I'll tell you. you that's great. It. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. With um Mm-hmm. This is the last time that I will be able to say to you, oh, I will say- the 86th annual convention and the first ever virtual convention of ACB oh,
1: no
0: the, of the California Council of the Blind is now adjourned. Awesome. Woohoo!
1: Yay. Yay. Oh, we did it. Woo-hoo!
9: Judy, Judy, yes. Judy? Nicole? Yes. Nicole, just text me. To remind you to let everyone know, the office is closed on Monday.
0: Yes, uh, that's that's a good point. I didn't think anybody would be calling, but guess who does, gets a day off because she worked today?
6: She needs mm-hmm. several. Yeah. Yes,
12: yes, and, and a big thank you goes out to the convention planning committee. Um, you all know who you are that stepped up and made this all switcheroo.
14: And Judy, did you okay. give out all your president's um, awards
0: or? Prices? I'm not doing. Uh, we're done, Charlie. Okay. So
9: we have we're three done. more. We have three more door prizes, and if you'd like, I'll hold off and do them and call in on the hospitality uh, call.
0: Yeah.
23: Oh, hey, that there I, I'm
1: go. Sorry, yeah.
0: Lisa. I thought those were the last ones. No, I have three left. Shall we give one? Shall we do? Shall we wait till the hospitality? I mean, or shall we? No, they're convention door prizes. Yeah, uh, let's give okay. them up.
8: Yep, I think we them. better,
0: let's do a $75 prize.
8: And, oh, and, and remember, and remember Long everybody as to leave your name badges on you your on seat on your way out.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> no. What, what,
2: what, would a hand in...
6: raise be sufficient? <laughs>
2: no. The shuttle is jack- leaving in five minutes.
0: My battery is low, guys. <laughs> guys hurry up.
9: So $75 goes to 186. And that is Stephanie Rod. Rude.
1: Rude. I'm sorry. Rude. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. All
26: right. 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 right.
0: Thank you so much again, Deb and Randy. And we want to say goodbye to our ACB radio friends. We may already have, but, uh, And once again, one final thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Vanda Pharmaceuticals.